0: What made you put that comment on YouTube saying it's my dream to jump on? Uh,
1: you know what? I think it really has to go as one of those uh, when you call it your day one. Mm. You know what I mean? I want to be able to be in the future and call it. You know, I was one of the first ones on mm. here. You know what I mean? Like we're all we're all gonna blow up one day. Come on, we are, bro. I mean, we already have the vision. We're already putting the work in. So pretty sure there's going to be a few years from now where you're going to be somewhere else and i'm going to be somewhere else Mm. and then i'm just going to come back and be like well i was one of the first ones to be on that podcast Mm. and you know what i mean or i could be like you know i was the first you know mexican rapper on there you were you are actually (laughs) let's go bro you
0: are man country artist too like you said vocalist and podcaster all i mean you're doing a lot man and so again i that means a lot because again this is like what we do on the show, my daughter's right here. My wife's here. A lot yeah, of people have shout out, have, up,
1: shout out to your family. Man. Yeah,
0: shout out. It's like it's a lot of people have you know the young hip team, the, you know yeah. the up and coming. Everyone, everyone's like, yeah, I don't know, man. That's not me, you know. Mm-hmm. Again, if I wanted to, you know, do this because I'm cool or the clout or whatever, yeah. I, I bring all my boys. You know, yeah, we make yeah. it a big old hype train, and I'm not about hype. You know, I really am not, man. I, I yeah. like to be authentic- authenticity. We hear it all the time, man.
1: I, I get that vibe from me right away. I don't mm-hmm. see you being like a, you know, I'm doing out here for cloud or yeah. anything like that. I honestly see, I think we have the same, yeah. you know, vision of, you know, we want to just put on for the mm-hmm. Valley. You that's guys. True. So I, that's why I think, you know, I'm here. Put on for the Valley, dude. Let's I like go, that's bro. the name
0: of this pod is put on for the Valley. Let's go. what's up everybody this is your boy jose cruz yes your favorite native american man we are back at it once again with another podcast and i'm just going to tell you guys right now man i'm super excited for this pod you know we got a special guest today this guy comes out of tulare california south valley here in the central valley you guys know me I love to support, like I've said before, we love to support content creators, artists, businesses, local businesses, small, big businesses, all the above you know so today we have a special guest we have my guy jim I, also known as jim he's a local artist let's go. vocalist you know content creator podcaster all the above man how are you doing sir i am doing great now i'm mm-hmm. better
1: now you know <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you having me man i, could, I couldn't wait to get on the show for sure
0: yeah that. i mean let's talk about that and, you know i know we talked about it you know kind of pre-pod you know pre-warm-up it's like how'd you hear about the show how'd you come across still here and really really kind of what what did it how did it capture your attention
1: yeah well i mean first of all i love the central valley Mm. so me when it comes to really you know dope content anything that has to do with that you know with dope it pretty much you know attracts me and i just get more deep into it and Mm -hmm. so when i came around your podcast i was like okay what's this like Mm -hmm. first off the logo is dope so let me get in more and so send the ig and uh, I seen some of the interviews and then I went to the YouTube. I think I seen probably like, probably like five of them back to back. Nice. Even though they were not like um, people, I like listen to other podcasts, but it's just because they were local. I'm like, you know, this is, it's what I love, especially Mm -hmm. because it's local. So Mm -hmm. your your stuff is really dope to me too, bro. So man, I appreciate that.
0: Again, shout out to my, uh, my boy Roski Doski man out of hella Fresno okay um he made my logo he actually gave me he made this like the the set the set you see now this is all him it's all him painted it, hand painted man and you know my first logo well the main original logo you see like up here on my screens you know it's um or even right down in my lower third um Yeah, he hooked me up, man. You probably heard my "Still Here" story, COVID and death and all that, man. Of course, yeah, man. You know, so you know, my boy hit me up. I was leaving another podcast, and he was like, "Dude, I got you. Anything you need for free?" I'm like, "Yo, let me." So again, it's it's supporting each other. You know, that's the whole vibe. Again, that's the whole vision behind the pod: is not to go viral, not to. Get that clout, but tell people's story like you, kind of really what yeah. we've been already talking about. Prepod is mm-hmm. support local community, Central Valley. You know, yeah. I love doing that you know yeah so again thank you man i appreciate no, you know the you, shout bro. out brother I, really, so I, I
1: appreciate it really really
0: i know because when you comment <laughs> i forgot what pot it was on you commented you're like dude i want to get on your podcast yeah. kind of since i've been watching you it's kind of now now i'm dreaming about it so it's my dream you it know. was
1: dude <clears throat> i know you know just because it's local some other people might think of some other the bigger podcasts but I, like i told you i love the central valley so mm-hmm. i'm like i gotta be there this yeah is, this is my spot to be so what do you feel like? Let me
0: ask you that then, man. Let's just kind of like, you know, I want to yeah. hear it too. Cause you know, this is, this is the fruit of the labor, you know, yeah. you know, what, like what, what made you feel like me you was know, a dream to jump on and really kind of, you know, catch the vision of this. What, like what really attracted, cause you know, you said, talked about to support the central Valley. What hooked you, what feels like, what made you put that co- comment on YouTube saying it's my dream to jump on?
1: Uh, you know what? I think it really has to go as one of those, uh, when you call it your day one, Mm. you know what i mean i want to be able to be in the future and call it you know i was one of the first ones on Mm. here you know what i mean like we're all we're all gonna blow up one day come on we are bro i mean we already have the vision we're already putting the work in so pretty sure there's gonna be a few years from now where you're gonna be somewhere else and i'm gonna be somewhere else Mm. and then i'm just gonna come back and be like well i was one of the first ones to be on that podcast Mm. and you know what i mean or i could be like you know i was the first you know, Mexican rapper on there. <laughs> you were, you are actually. Dude. Let's yeah. go, <laughs> bro. You are
0: man, country artist too, like you said, vocalist and podcaster. All yeah. know, I mean, you're doing a lot, man. And so again, I that means a lot because again, this is like what we do on the show. My daughter's right here. My wife's here. A lot yeah, of people shout have shout
1: out to your family, man. yeah.
0: Shout out. It's like it's a lot of people have you know the young hip team, the, you know, yeah. the up and coming. Everyone, everyone's like, yeah. I don't know, man. That's not me. You know, again, mm-hmm. if I wanted to, you know, do this because I'm cool or the clout or whatever, yeah. I, I bring all my boys, you know. Yeah, we yeah. make it a big old hype train. And I'm not about hype. You know, I really am not, man. I, I yeah. like to be authentic, authenticity. We hear it all the time, man.
1: I I get that vibe from me right away. I mm-hmm. don't see you being like a, you know, I'm doing out here for clout or yeah. anything like that. I honestly see, I think we have the same, yeah. you know, vision of, you know, we want to just put on for the valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, I That's why I think, you know here put on for the valley dude let's i like go, that's bro. the name of this
0: pod is put on for the valley let's go you're you know? looking
1: i didn't come with like some like 559 merch on you should have come. i, I should have told I you i just wanted to rock charlino today you know, no yeah you look Chalino. good
0: dude i like your style man <laughs> got got the boots and everything man i yeah. should have dressed
1: up too this is, how, this is how i always am like everybody yeah. knows like i don't come out in a fitted hat or a snapback i'm wearing a sombrero yeah I want to... The culture, this, this man. This is what I love, man. You mm-hmm. know? I'm hella by so. Dude.
0: Yeah. I mean, Keep I saw that. your shirt on your on your IG. I was like, dude, bring me one of those shirts. Oh, man. I feel you so know? bad. I was <laughs> Don't like... Don't trip. Don't trip. Yeah.
1: I owe my boy a shirt, so I got you, <laughs> man. I got you. That's what's up. Yeah. I got now, the whole family, actually. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know? I mean, that's what's up, man. Let's kind of... Now, let's get into your story. You know? Obviously, you said you, yeah. you're, you live in Tulare. You're from South Valley, you know, by Celia. Um you Know where'd you grow up, man? How'd you grow up? How was your life growing up to be where you're at now? What made you get to where you're at right now?
1: Um, so I grew up in a very small town, uh, Cutler Rossi, mm-hmm. Cutler and a Rossi. It's actually two towns, but yeah, it's, I've, I've you I've know, it's a there. joint town, that's what they say. Um, so it's really cool, actually. Um, but I grew up in Cutler, which is the uh, cooler town i'm just kidding <laughs> Ooh, but uh shots fired nah, rosie come yeah, through no, no but cutler is uh that's where i stayed at and i was there since i was a kid i was like mm, second grade so whatever age i was second grade that's why i landed in cutler and uh you know you know just normal kid stuff you know what i mean like riding bmx bikes and we lived out in the country so i was always out in the orange fields mm. and eating oranges, you know, shooting BB guns. And it was cool, you know, like just normal kid stuff, you know. But yeah. um, the, you know, the whole street gang, you know, violence was really a big thing that stood out to me as a kid. So it was really uh, scary. <laughs> no, yeah. <I> bet. <laughs> you know, just yeah, because, definitely. you know, I didn't come from that background growing up with my family because my family is really, you know, I have a lot of aunts and then my mom, I'm really close with my grandma. And so really, you know, nice areas. And and then, you know, you go out to the streets, it's like, you know, evil in a way. But, you know, now that I'm older, I understand what's going on. But as a kid, you kind of see it as a a scary place, you know, but I I still, you know, I got around it. I didn't really uh, try to be paying too much attention to it. It was kind of hard. And uh, the friend, World, because i wanted to have a lot of friends but a lot of my friends were in that mm. and i still had friends that were in it and i just didn't judge i just you know i just showed them love and you know they cared about me i cared about them back so yeah. i never saw it as a bad thing as i grew up mm-hmm. i started being more comfortable with it and you know so but other than that i mean colorosia is a beautiful place yeah i mean there's a lot of things that we have there that people don't uh you know, would say, you know, it's, you know, like a small they know, town. Yeah. Know? Yeah. But we're a hidden gem. <coughs> uh, we have like certain places, like restaurants, especially when it comes to food, bro. Oh, especially. Like, you know, color rusty knows what's up. Like when it comes to food, <laughs> we're like, <laughs> yeah, we don't play around. So like we have like spots like La Esperanza.
0: Yeah. Call them. Shout them out, man. Tell yeah. You know, out, I've man. heard of them though. Yeah. I've heard of them. Okay. I've so been, I've, I used to work in news. Right. And so we covered news all over there the valley. And I remember a uh, great day we did. Um, I forgot it was called like great day on the road or something like that. And we mm-hmm. were all over Central Valley hitting up local jam spots. I don't know. I don't remember. I can't remember what we covered in Cutler to Rossi. I think we were at the school or something like that. And they're yeah. just doing like a school spirit thing, man. But That's the time
1: we, I would see the newscasts out there it was mm-hmm. just and the school events.
0: Yeah, you know, so again, I'm very familiar with Cutler-Rossi, man. A
1: lot of Esperanza, I know. Esperanza's fire. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, shout out Esperanza's, you know, they are you know, yeah. And then uh, Mm. another thing, too, that people don't know is, like, we're a taco truck city, bro. Like, every corner, I I kid you not, there is a taco truck in my town. Mm. And so there's no escaping taco trucks. Like, you drive down the block and you'll find at least... 10 taco trucks, and they're all from different parts of Mexico. You know what I mean? One taco truck is like Tacos Michoacan, another one's Tacos yeah. Jalisco, another, it could be another name, or <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, I, I love the food out there. That's why every time I go out there, my mom's food out there, you know, because my mom still lives out there. So it's like every time I think about color now, it's like, the food, yeah, the food, yeah, and then we have a swampy
0: too. So, those are legit. I remember growing up, yeah. uh, my dad used to sell at the Ramate, all that. We say one thing that I remember, especially like in the winter, we'd go sell is I remember the bars clean, clean when they're setting up the canopies, clean, oh. clean. Yeah. <laughs> you, you think you hear that, you know, you go with your parents because obviously it's like we never had babysitters, you're you went everywhere with your family and i I remember me and my my siblings was we were sleeping in the car and we wake up to the bar sitting down at the Ramate, the, 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 the cherry that's auction auction. Awesome. you know so I remember that you know and especially <laughs> yeah. my dad used to sell all his um like motor parts tools weedy, yeah. lawnmower like very old school you know vibes you yeah. know and, you in know, that culture you know and it, I mean it's dope i'm I mean that's cool that's bringing back some like dope memories right now. Yeah. I
2: love you know, especially message.
0: as a kid you know so now after like cutler you know you grew up you started you know when did you start getting that um you know that itch or that taste of like music and being a you know being an artist and like when did you start noticing the talent and the gifts
1: um <laughs> you know i think it started as a really young age bro from if i were to really go back in the days um i think it has to go all the way like fifth grade i think mm-hmm. um um had to. Yes, actually, it was. It was a movie, and the movie was actually that like woke this thing in my mind and my heart that was just like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life, and I've never lost that ever Mm -hmm. since. I think it was a... I don't know how I'm forgetting this, but it's a Disney movie. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Have you ever seen a Goofy movie? The Goofy movie? Yeah, that's one of my favorite cartoon movies, man. Yeah, so if... I mean, I was a kid, let's go. I mean, fifth grade, and I saw that movie, and I was just like, I want to be just like Powerline. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, (laughs) heck yeah. You know, and I think I got the idea because of the whole movie concept where he's like trying to be like his favorite artist, Mm -hmm. which is Powerline in the movie. And I'm like, whoa, that's cool. I never thought of that. Like, I could be like my favorite artist too. And at that time, I didn't really have a favorite artist. So my favorite artist was Powerline. Mm -hmm. So that was the first time I was like, I want to do the same thing. I ended up doing it at my school talent show, dude. Really? Yeah. Like, I was like, I love this so much. I, once I heard my school was doing a talent show, I was like, I'm going to do the same thing. Really? Yeah. So I, I had, like, the tape. My mom, I don't know where my mom bought it. It was, like, a yard sale or something. And so I ended up using that for the audio. And I practiced the dance moves, like, the movie. I made, like, the whole setup, like, the movie, like, where really? he does, like, the high school thing. And I'm like, all by myself, dude. And, Fifth like, grade? Yeah. Man. Talent show. And I almost won. I won second place. Yeah. Man, that's dope. So from there, I, I could say it's like the beginning of like this uh you know what got what got woke, like you know. Mm-hmm. Um from there I would say went on to middle school and that was more the the dancing. I fell in love with dancing, um pop locking and break dancing. Yeah. And so I would say that was like the first element in hip hop that mm-hmm. I fell in love with. I guess I, I already loved it because Powerline was kind of like that Michael Jackson, you know, like yeah, dancing yeah. and all that. So, you know, there was already a breakdancing like aspect to it. But um, seventh grade, eighth grade, I got really heavy into popping and breakdancing. to where, you know, the whole school knew I was a break dancer at that time, you know? And so everybody knew I was like special in a way because I was stood out. I was never like shy to break dance in front of my friends and, I was always just like the guy who stood out, you know. I was I was not popular, but I was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know. But, I uh, think
0: you're just being yourself, man. You you're like what you yeah, love. Cause, so
1: yeah, because nobody was doing that either. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was very like, you know, like to themselves and like there was nothing really cool going on, I mm-hmm. guess I would say. But <laughs> as soon as I did something, it's like all eyes on me all the time. Yeah. So I always had like everybody's attention when I did cool stuff. Like that's cool. Take the boombox to school and breakdance and you know all the teachers were cool with it you know so that it, it, it was it was a it was a cool thing i got to grow up with with breakdancing hip-hop and um so from there i have a lot of steps i guess from hip all the all the elements i did because from breakdancing i went up to uh to djing okay um oh excuse me that was the That's happy so dad i'm sorry. happy dad shout yeah, out
0: shout out happy dad yeah shout out
1: nelk boys yeah kyle steve yeah. all those guys yeah um so uh, I went to high school and freshman year, I fell in love with um, with DJing, like turntables. Mm-hmm. And I just told my mom and everybody, like, I need turntables. And <clears throat> I got turntables somehow. And I got turntables. I got into scratching really heavy. I started collecting vinyls. Um, then I grew out of that. And then I got into beatboxing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the reason I got into beatboxing is because I knew I wanted to start making beats. I just knew it, but I couldn't afford it. I, I like I just told my mom to buy me turntables, and now I'm going to ask her to buy me a beat machine. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. So yeah. beatboxing came along. And beatboxing was fun, fun, because I think that's out of dancing and everything, that's the one that stood out more to my friends. They're like, dude, you just t- t- like showed us that you could break dance, now you're beatboxing. Like yeah. So I would beatbox. Uh, that one, that element is like the one that kind of took me into another world because, um, so in Arosi, uh this uh, hip hop battle came up. And um, when I heard about it, it was super surprising for me because it blew my mind as a kid. I mean, I was... A sophomore, maybe junior yeah, okay. about in ask, high school, so, so. and so when I seen that, um, I was like, "What? There's no way this is going on in my hometown." Like, who are these guys? First of all, because I didn't even know. I thought I was like the only hip hop guy in town. Like that, I you know. So when I seen the flyer, um, I was like, "I need to get to this battle because on the flyer it said there was a b boy battle, which is break dancing. There's gonna be a rap battle." A DJ battle and a beatbox battle. Oh shoot! Yeah, would you sign up for the beatbox? Yeah, so I signed up for beatbox. So I was like, <laughs> I need to be there. I remember telling my best friend at the time, um, shout out to King. Uh, I was like, dude, you need to take me because he had a car. He was older than me, so he had a car. And I was like, dude, you need to take me, please. Like, I, I want to battle, and he's like, and he he's number one supporter. Like, he's been supporting me since day one. So he's like, yeah, dude, let's go. So he took me. He signed up. I battled, and I didn't even have a name, dude. I got it because you know, I mean, everybody had like cool names, like you know effects and yeah you know all these cool b-box names and uh i was like well, i don't have one i'm just gonna be johnny <laughs> and so i signed up as johnny and uh the guy who was hosting the, the event and he's like johnny he's like you know all these cool names and it's just johnny dude <laughs> and then he's like i'm gonna give you a name and i'm like okay and he's like call you big cat and i'm like why is he calling me big cat but uh i guess like in a uh, slang or uh cat is like another term for like youngster mm-hmm. like you know hey that cat oh, yeah what's cat. Up, you cat? Know? there's a little cat so i was like oh okay so he's like you're just a big kid like you're 16 and you're like huge and i'm like okay so like, you were always tall you because you're i well you walked in i'm like <laughs> dude you're, you're like man yeah six three bro right man, now i'm
0: five eight man i'm an average
1: guy bro <laughs> you <Yeah.
0: laughs> know when you walked in i did not expect that like you're walking in you just seem normal and when you were getting close, I was just like, like oh, boom. yeah. Oh. That's what everybody said. <laughs> Hi, Gemini. <Yeah. laughs> you know, giving you a hug. I'm hugging a kneecap, yeah. you know. I'm you're... a hug guy. I was like, what's up, bro? How you doing, man? I was like,
1: like,
0: yeah. <laughs> so you just cradled me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know? I'll, be yeah. a, I'll be a bodyguard, bro. Like, oh, heck yeah. I yeah,
0: Got it, man. Yeah. I mean, you got the look. Like, you're, yeah. very, you're a softy guy, too, man. You got like, you're very soft-spoken, you know, but I feel like. Your energy comes out. Like, I've seen some of your work, man. Your energy comes out in your music. And then, you know. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, let's finish that. I mean, you got into beatboxing. How did you
1: win that comp? No, I did not win. But the cool thing was that I got to get a name out of it. And then um, I met people. Uh, I met the people who threw the event, you know, um, which they're from my hometown, too, which is crazy. And then... um, all my friends from high school that were there because I told them all about it. Like, hey, I'm signing up for this battle. So the week after that event, I was like going crazy in high school. Like, big cat, big cat. I'm Like, dude, everyone's calling me big cat now. <laughs> so it was cool. Like to me, you know, I got to experience like that. You know, like little fame in high school. Yeah. And so b boxing, just you know, I I could I I I, I could say i mastered it you know in my opinion
0: you still beatbox now too
1: yeah i can still beatbox, but it's yeah. not as good as before like before i was like on like razelle like i don't know if razelle is but like i've I'm, heard
0: i've heard i've heard and i've seen especially yeah. a lot of social media now tiktok yeah so i mean what these guys can do that I, I follow these two asian dudes they listen oh my to, god they listen to anything and they'll and they take just, out yeah they'll break it down do do like a loop record and just Bro. and they do the exact same thing. I'm like, yeah. The talent and the creativity that you thought when we were younger, like you like you doing this, obviously you had a mind it's like you know, I want to be an artist or whatever. Mm. <clears throat> but we never thought that this this time we live in now would be so like you could actually get paid for this. You can get yeah. sponsors for this. You know, you can just be at home and just drop beats. Yeah. And you drop four or five of them, you're like, I'm done for the day. That's work. <laughs> you know and it's like and you know the the old school live generation is like their whole life is work go to school work you need a, yeah. you need to swing a hammer to have a man's job you know but to yep. see where we're at now in our culture and our society you know those two those two guys are killing it you know and especially yeah, I, as, I see
1: that all the time mm-hmm. yeah you know
0: so i mean then after beatboxing and then you know you got the name you know, yeah. When did you think when did you start noticing the talent of being an artist, hip hop artist, you know, country singer now like you said kind of have that yeah. style? Um, when all that kick in?
1: So, I mean, this is still high school sophomore year, junior, senior year. Um I I could say I started going like downhill as they say. As in like I just didn't want to care about school anymore <clears throat> and just wanted to just, you know, hang out with my friends and not care and I think it was just, you know, just me being like uh I just didn't care at the point. You know, what I mean mm-hmm. young, you know, it, it goes it happens to a lot of us. Um so I pretty much end up going to continuation. I've been there. You know, so I go there and I think uh continuation it put me in a different uh world because more of my friends that were in the, you know, streets, you know, doing what they were doing. They were attending those schools, you know mm-hmm. and back in my in my in the days, they used to say that, that was la, la escuela de los traviesos yeah like the kid the kid the school for bad kids, you mm-hmm. know, and so a lot of them were over there at that school and but they were all like some of my best friends, you know so um uh, i I think being there kind of like changed my mind a lot, like how the world like the world was and started seeing different things and growing up differently and I just wanted to start being more like serious more real more mm-hmm. you know and i think uh like poetry was one of the things that i looked into and i was like hmm poetry is fun like i i, I feel like i could write some poetry and i did i started writing poetry and i would read them to myself and i'm like wow i could. Can- I'm I'm turning myself on. Yeah, you know? (laughs) And I would, like, give it to my friends, like, hey, read this. And they're like, wow, dude, this is beautiful. And I'm like, yeah. And a lot of it was, like, really, like, depressing, you know? Like, a lot of, like, heartbreak or Mm -hmm. just anything in that, you know, sad, anything. and Very emo, huh? (laughs) Yeah, you know, very emotional. So um, I one day said, you know, what if I could turn these into raps? Mm. But. I don't know how I got that idea. I think I already had it because since I already knew about, like, hip-hop already, I mean, I already been yeah. through all the elements. I feel like rap was the only one left. So it just popped in my head one day, and I just said, you know what, I'm going to try to rap these to a beat. So the poetry that I was writing um, converted into to rap lyrics. And so at that time, I didn't have no beats. Mm-hmm. And I think the only thing I would find close to a beat was, like, like, those DJ mixes where, like, they just removed the vocals. Yeah. And it was just, like, loops. The, yeah. The beats. And so I think I came across, like, this, like, Linkin Park beat. And it was just because, like, Linkin Park like had, like, that hip-hop kind of thing. Uh, and I just rapped one of my poetry songs on top of it. And I just did it so many times so I remembered it. And I was like, I'm just going to, like, spit this to all my homies and see what they think. So I spit it first to my boy, King. And he's like, dude, you found something new again. Like, here you go again. <laughs> and he's like, run with it. And then showed my friends in high school. I was like, dude. And then all my friends were like, whoa. Okay. Like, what, what do you got here? You know? Mm-hmm. So um, I think just everyone amping me up. Like, yeah, you got something new. Just keep going. And that's pretty much what put me on. So I started writing more songs. And, you know, there were, you know, fun songs you know kind of like the cat bat you know but i still had like this cadence Mm -hmm. like i knew how to rap yeah but the lyrics were just not fully there but i could keep up with the beat yeah so i really you know gravitated to that really quick and learned quickly too so freestyling and writing lyrics and all that really came quick but um like i was saying the guys that were throwing the battle the rosie battle the event um Some of those guys are a lot older than me. At that time, I was what, 17? These Mm -hmm. guys were 25, 24. And um, I told my friend King, I was like, dude, one of those guys, I know who he is. I was like, I think his name is Cosmo. And he dropped an album a few years ago called uh, From the Land of the Skilled,' which is an album that hit really big in my hometown, just not in my hometown, the whole 559. So Mm -hmm. if you haven't heard of this, it was a long time ago, 2002, okay? So it hit huge in in our area. And so I always remembered that. And I was like, I need to get in contact with this guy because he's the only closest thing I know to a rapper and how I could get more into it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I told King and King's like, I know who he is. We went to school together. I was like, help me reach out to him. So he did, you know, we met up with him and I met him and I beatboxed for him and I rapped for him. And he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from here. He's like, oh, what? Okay. He's like, well, how old are you? I'm like, wow. Okay. And uh, ever since then, he's just like, he put me under his wing because he was a, he's an expert. Mm-hmm. Like his freestyle, he's like, he's still the best freestyler in my opinion right now. Like he could freestyle his his butt off like mm-hmm. and uh um he pretty much showed me how to write music as in like because before i would just write dude like just write 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 he's like no you got to separate because you gotta learn how to write a 16 verse 16 bar verse you got to learn how to write a hook you got to do this and i was like oh okay so he taught me how to write music he taught me what hip-hop was what it meant he taught me more about it you mm-hmm. know then i got into like graffiti too like cuz he used to do a lot of graffiti and so well, i learned more about hip hop cuz of him mm. um he kind of would be kind of the reason why i started rapping awesome. just because if 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 i were to say why i started rapping is because of him because since he was from my hometown and he was the first rapper to do it i was like i could do it too so it was major inspiration for me at the time, and I was just like, "Well, so he's still around. He's still yeah. Helping? He's still yeah, he's that's still my boy. His thing? Yeah, he's my boy. Like I, we talk. I go visit him. You know, mm-hmm. he calls me his little brother, even though I'm more huge than him. <laughs> he's a short guy. You know, he's short, but uh, he he's he's my brother. He knows that we're family, even yeah, though we're not right. blood related. But yeah, he's like my my older brother, and so he's pretty much the reason why I rap. That's dope. It's not even like a big or a Tupac. It's like it's my my boy, my yeah, yeah. That's dope, man. I mean, because yeah. again, i but <clears throat> i'm hearing for you obviously
0: it you know it's kind of, it's really the passion behind it man it's just not not being afraid to take those steps yeah not worrying about what people think it's just like no you're on a path to find out what works for you and what you can. Yeah. you know because again like, like we were talking earlier you know we our our family like my dad your it's like you need to work You know, you need to be on the fields if you can. You know, you need to be on construction. You need to do this. That's not a real job. That's not real work. That's not, you know, and all that, that's not going to be anything. You know, I was an artist. I knew how to draw really good. But my dad told me one day, you know, I was like, look, Pop, look at I drew. He's like, that's nothing. He looks good. But he said, but you can't get paid for that. So I stopped drawing. You know, I wish I would have kept drawing because look now, you know, my daughter is the artist now. She draws amazing, bro. And, You know, she's getting clients. So me, I'm like, girl, run with it. Run with it. Let's go. You know, and so, and to hear you to say, like, you know, it seemed like, obviously, you had a lot of support, you know, know, behind you growing up, you know, where you're at now, you know, and it's important.
1: Super important, man. Yeah, especially if you grow up, like, where no support, like, in, like, the family hold, Mm -hmm. like, you know, just because, I mean, my family supported me, I would say they did, but, you know, my, 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 I mean, I'm first generation. My family is straight, you know, Mexico. Like, mm-hmm. And so, you know, their dream has always been just to come here and work our asses off. I'm oh, sorry. i mean, going to No, uh, do you, man. Don't do not <laughs> again, man. You, you know, they, they meant to work their butt off and just, you know, save up, buy a nice house and mm-hmm. save up for family and, you know, pretty much it, you know, which I, I completely understand. But. Uh, me i grew up w- <clears throat> wanting more i seen more in my i had a vision that i just really wanted more and in in their eyes when i kind of told them like how you said it right now like hey you know i want to be a rapper musician whatever you want to call it they were like that's cool you will support you you know you know because my mom my mom is probably the one that supported me the most out of the family like yeah she would give me money to go to the studio like i would be like mom please let me have like an hour for a studio time all right, here you go. Like, she would, like, I did it, like, my first whole mixtape, my mom paid for it. Wow. Like, yeah, like, she would you give You still me, have all that? Yeah, I okay. do, yeah. I mean, not on me, but it's put away <clears throat> throughout the family. Yeah, in archives. <laughs> like, cousins, yeah. yeah. So, my mom is, like, the main one who supported me since, like, day one. She paid for studio time, and, you know, so, shout out to her big time on that. Yo, you should re-release those,
0: man. Get them dubbed over, digitized. And- yeah,
1: one day I'm gonna make something where, like, I'll put them all together because I have but five Mm mixtapes and they're all from like when I was like 16 to like 22 dang mixtapes you guys don't even know yeah that's and you know if you I mean you know about the mixtape era like that was me bro like I was just trying to make so many mixtapes I was trying to do like the little Wayne thing where I would rap on other people's beats and make my own songs. And you record, you push play to record over. So, you know,
0: <laughs> you stop, then you got to un- take yeah. it off, you mess it up, and get the pencil to get right, it right on the there beginning. You yeah,
1: you know about that. Yeah. <laughs> man, I be knowing, man. Yeah. I just had deja vu right now, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, for real. That's cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. But um, yeah, so, um, you know, the whole. You know, I've kind of lost my train of thought. Right no, cuz talking about it's the right. mixtape,
0: you know, yeah, the like looking together. back at, you know, bring maybe bringing it out, man, and yeah, shoot so a music video to it, too. I, I probably know.
1: would do it, but, you know, because there's, there's a few songs that I go back and listen to. I was like, wow, this is a good song. Mm-hmm. I could remake it and, you know, make something new about it. But I'm one of those people, like, once I, once I uh, you know, been there, done that, I let it go, mm-hmm. you know. Especially if I'm already doing with my music that I dropped this year and last year, <laughs> I'm already, like. Moved well, on. That, yeah, I already moved on from it just because. Yeah uh it's like it's like my i mission accomplished like mm-hmm. i've I, I did what i needed to do and for the people who caught it caught it and the people who don't you know i mean it's gonna live forever no matter what but no, you know definitely. so like right now i'm working on the hell of by side and I hopefully you know hopefully that catches on sooner with the video which is going to come soon but other than that yeah man when I mean, you
0: plan out because right now we're in the future you know we're like january 9th january 13th so (laughs)
1: um hopefully maybe a week from now if you because we're in the future right now so maybe a week from now okay if not two weeks you know because i'm trying to drop it before um valentine's because i have okay yeah i have another project that i'm doing in valentine's with my little brother uh we're kind of like doing like a like a love mixtape okay so we're trying to plan to drop it in valentine's but uh yeah, January I'll be dropping jalapaisa. And so probably that'll be like the whole movement for the year. Nice. And just push it with the whole music and the clothing brand, which I have a sponsorship from. Oh really? From yeah, San Francisco. Shout out to Compa Cut. Yeah. He reached out, it was pretty cool.
0: Dude, I mean, I get, I mean, see obviously, you know, we're getting into the story, you know, kinda like we said, I want to tell your story. Yeah. You know how you got into all this, and man, that's a you know that's a lot. Again, these these are beginning stages. Those were beginning stages to where you're at now, man. And again, it's 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 a trust process. It's trusting yourself, believing in yourself, having the support, yeah. you know, moral support, emotional support. You know, you know, just really, and you. I can feel it. I can see it. I know. I can tell you have a lot of support behind you. You know, I mean, let's get into Gemini. Let's get into what you're doing now. Let's get into, you know. Yeah. Like how you got that name And kind of like Your <clears throat> yeah. style of hip hop You know The, the Hispanic hip hop yeah. You know Because you are rapping In Spanish too
1: Yeah It's kind of like What I love most Is like rapping in Spanish mm-hmm. Yeah so you know I would say Spanish rapper You know Mexicano rapper <clears throat> uh, But um, And I hate the word rapper sometimes Okay I don't like I just like saying like That so people can understand it more or whatever, Yeah You know but uh, But what do you prefer then? <sighs> just artists artists yeah just because i like i said i could i feel like i could pretty much make anything i could jump on anything mm-hmm. you know but uh gemini is you know uh the original gemini not my name the gemini is i feel like it's a, uh, it's the best of both worlds but i feel like a gemini could adapt to anything you know what i mean i feel like a gemini could pretty much like a renaissance man he could do he could do it all you know and he's great at all of it so when it comes to music, I feel like that's kind of, like, what I want to do. Like, I want to be the guy who does everything. Mm. Like, it's beyond versatile, in my opinion. Like, I want to make everything that it's everything. You know? Really? Yeah. How old are you? I'm 34. 34. you still young, Buck, man. Yeah. Still... <sighs> yeah. Thank God I'm still young. I still got life. But, you know, I mean, I'm only getting older, bro. So, you know, the 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 time keeps going. And we just mm. got to, I mean, me, I'm, I feel like I'm on a catching up. Mm-hmm. level right now because i left music for a few years you know I did the you know doing the family thing you know meeting someone and having kids and you know that kind of put me more onto being a dad and yeah putting all life. that work in you know and then once i found the room to come back and make music that i came back and did it but how old are your kids i only have one right now one yeah, one uh that I know of. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what well, Gemini out there? Gemini. I'm just I am not like that. No, yeah. no I'm well, super loyal. No, yeah. good for you. So Mandilon. I'm, I'm a Mandilon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but uh yeah, so I have one kid, but no, like the Gemini thing, um that kind of started more when I wanted to get back into music. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, I left it for so long. Um I would say I didn't touch no music for like three, four years. Uh, I ended up leaving California. I moved out for for like a year and a half I moved out to Nevada moved out with my real dad because my dad stays out there and worked and didn't really do anything with music. How old were you then? Uh, during that time I was like 26 <clears throat> 25 26 25 and I moved out there just because I wasn't doing anything here anymore um, during like the time of my mixtapes the last one that I made, I always thought that mixtape was going to be, that was going to be the one to blow me up. I would say because mm-hmm. of like the content I had and it ended up like flopping just because I had like a group at the time, which was um, kind of like my crew and all of my group of friends where we were all making music together and I made a mixtape with them and we ended up having problems. So like, I just kind of tossed it. Like mm-hmm. I just, I'm not going to drop this. And so I kinda went into like this like just not wanting to make music no more, like just not caring about it. So I left
2: mm.
1: with those terms and left California and worked with my dad for a while and not with my dad, but I moved with my dad and worked out there where my dad lived in Nevada, a small town called Elko. Um only there for a little bit, came back. And when I came back, that's when I knew I needed to do it again. Wow. I needed to give it a shot again. But met a girl (laughs) and you know fell in love did all that you know we had kids and got married and bought a house you know and I just knew I wanted to make music again but I knew that I didn't want to be big cat anymore it was more of like this um, seriousness and that I saw into it because I, I always knew I was built for it so I want to make it happen. Mm. I'm not going to be 80 years old one day and just be like, I never did anything with it. Yeah. I wish I would have
0: done. I wish I I I should have. I could have. Yeah.
1: I think that was like the main thing, dude. Like, I think thinking about that, I was just like, I cannot just stop. Like, I Mm -hmm. need to do something. Plus, I have the timer now that I'm looking into, now that my son is getting older, I could do it, you know? So, thankfully, COVID, I mean, not thankfully, you know, COVID sucked, but covid happened i stayed i was working from home and i was like you know what i'm gonna put a little money in to get in the studio again at the time i had a a a motorcycle had a bike Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm gonna sell my bike i'm gonna sell it and i'm gonna buy a studio so i sold my bike bought a studio and i got to work I got to work ASAP. Like, so you got as-
0: you have your own facility. You're recording now. Yeah. Or?
1: So I bought the whole full blown studio just to record vocals. Like, so like the mic, the interface, you know, some monitors, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, in today's world, you could. That's all you really need. Yeah, you don't need. So, yeah. what you we used to see growing up. Yeah, exactly. So I bought all the equipment I needed to buy. I think I spent like you know, Q fifteen hundred bucks on a mm-hmm. cool studio, everything, and. Um, I bought the studio. I got to work through the ASAP. Like I just wanted to rap so bad. Like I just had so many <clears> ideas and And you made your own beats. Uh yeah, actually, yeah. So yeah. right when I got the studio, I made my own beats. Um, like I was messing a lot with like loops, fruity loops, yeah, and making a lot a lot of beats and I made music, dude. I mean I was working on my first album. Um, I never dropped it. uh I, again because of problems and um Slopped, but the beats ended up staying with me no matter what, and I'm actually using the beats right now. Oh, really? That
0: just repurposing them, yeah,
1: and just using them because I have to. I mean, mm-hmm. they are my beats that I made. I could use them. Yeah, so they're being used right now. Like Hella Bice is one that I made like in 2014, and it barely came out 22.
0: Wow. So you know, I, know I saw your last reel on that, the Hella Bice and the merch drop and all that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, so a lot of those beats from back in the days are being used now today. Um, but the 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 thing that I wanted to say is uh, the I keep losing my train of thought. I think because of the the happy daddy. I mean, it's totally <laughs> it's already won. kicking in. No, it's no, not kicking in. But no. I don't know. Maybe it's good. But. Well, no, because we're, okay,
0: we're talking about you know like where you are at with Gemini. You know, yeah. You know, you know, getting back in like when you move back. Yeah, there to you go. the valley, you Valley. Know?
1: Um, when yeah. I'm in the when I'm in the <clears throat> studio making all this music, uh, I ended up making what four songs that were probably like singles to the album that mm-hmm. I was going to drop. And the songs really did good because I just released them as singles and people are like, wow, he's back. And well, because a lot of, because I've heard too, man,
0: artists, you should never just drop full albums anymore because a lot yeah, there of people is a lot don't of, listen yeah, to albums. So they're yeah. EPs, you know? There's a lot of
1: arguments on that about, mm-hmm. no, you should make an album. No, just drop singles. I yeah, mean, I think it depends on the artist and where they're at. I, mm-hmm. think. I think it depends where they're at in the career. I feel <clears> like that's the. Um, but yeah, so uh, getting back into the Gemini thing, um, I was in the studio making songs that were just you know, pretty much kind of what I wanted to say because they were different. Yeah, uh, I'm very very heavy with the culture. I really love the culture of being Mexican and being a Hispanic Latino. Just something about it, in my opinion, is that music has to have as much as you can of of a, your culture whenever you want to create something, just because I feel like every culture has its own sound of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, when it comes to like the Latino, everybody hears first like the reggaeton and mm-hmm. the, you know, if it comes to Mexican music, you expect like the regional mexicano, like corridos and banda and stuff. But um, hip hop has always been a big part of of Mexican, you know, Mexican culture too, because, you know, there's artists like Cypress Hill and, yep. you know, um, there's so many. I can name so many. Um, Kid Frost. Like, there's just so many of Mexican people that are in music. Um, but me, uh, I just wanted to do something where it was different than the, when the, than what everybody else was doing. I think because something about me just... I was like a hater of like being a biter. Like yeah. you, you stole that style from somewhere else. Like I just wanted to be original. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, so I'm going to do something different. And so the music I was making was different in my opinion. And it was grabbing attention of at people. Um, I ended up uh, linking up with one of my friends here from Fresno. And he was doing really big things. He was doing things where he was like uh, – joining groups that were, like, in the music industry with, like, Dr. Dre and Eminem. Wow. And so I was like, okay, um, I'm interested. And, yeah, I'm down to do some work. And so I ended up joining a group that was part of a um, – they're all from L.A. They're called CLB, mm-hmm. Uh Circle of Bosses, Crooked uh, Eye, shout-out King Crook. Um, they were uh, trying to push, like, the – chicano side of the the camp like the label because cob also stood for chicano or black cob Mm -hmm. circle of bosses they had like so many different things they stood for um so the chicano side was like us you know it was was a group of four uh it was my my boy jadev shout out jadev uh he was like the leader of the group because he's like the one that actually had like the actual co-sign from Crooked Eye, and Crooked Eye, who started COB, is signed by Eminem, mm. Shady Records. So it was like cool, like wow, like our boss is signed yeah, to no, Eminem. Yeah, you know dude. what I mean? So it was like it was so like cool, you know. It's a good plug right there, man. It's yeah. like a good connection. And then his cousin, it was four of us, and then his cousin uh used to be signed to Death Row back in the days. So he used to be signed to Shook Knight, Death yeah, Row. So um, we had him also in the group, and then we had my my, my other boy. And Man, how do you get out
0: of the death row?
1: I don't know, dude. I, <laughs> bro, you know, I
0: heard once you're in, you in. Yeah, bro. I think
1: he, you know, he had the contract, and you know, I, you know, I think it was just like let it go after like a deal, and I don't know how that works honestly, yeah. but I don't think we ever got into that. But yeah, so he ended up, you know, leaving that. But the group, you know, was put together by Jada. And that was a really cool time, man. It was really dope. I had a lot of fun. Mm. I feel like my rapping got, like, more better just because I was like, I'm in COB now. I need to make sure that I spit, like, really dope. Like, my bars got to be up because, like, when it comes to King Crooked, if you don't know about him, he's, like, the Goku of, like, rap. Like, when I'm talking about, like, metaphors and similes and, like, the most elite rapper, it's him. Really? You know, so... I always said, like, I want to be like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but, I you know, some problems happened and I ended up kind of, like, getting kicked out of the group, you know? And it was over, like, issues because um, some shows that I ended up getting because, you know, I was still an artist. Like, even though I was part of the group, I'm, I was still an artist myself. Yeah, but you were
0: under their label. Yeah. Like- so whatever you did had to go through them. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like, you can't you can't just make your own bread. You yeah, know, exactly.
1: And so in in my in my case, I, what I was trying to do, I was like, you know what? Uh I wanna put all of us on, but they're not letting me put all of us on. They only want me. And um and and, and I was like, but I can still take advantage <clears throat> of this because I can still put on for us no matter what. Yeah. I'm still gonna go up there and say COB. I'm still gonna go up there and say, you know. You know everything that i gotta say and let them know what it's about you know and it ended up being a show that was really important to me um i ended up opening for snow the product uh, my first time opening for snow the products here at, Str- at strummers in fresno mm. and that was a huge thing for me because like snow the product is i mean if you don't know who she is she is like the goat when it comes to right now like spanish rap you know like there's no catching up with her at all right now like she's a beast wow she's fire she knows it too you know um shout out snow (laughs) but um i opened up for her and i was awesome but after that show it all went downhill with my boys you know just the differences and our opinions and you know I, i i didn't we didn't leave it in bad terms but it did it, it happened. What happened happened. Yeah, and, it know? left a
0: bad taste, though. You know, a bad experience. Yeah, Tough experience.
1: Yeah, and you know, and it hurt me a lot too. Like, I, I think it. I don't know. It put me like on a really depressed mode because I was like, man, this is it. Like, you know. But after a few weeks, you know, I, I say I got over it, and I was like, you know what? I need to get up again. Mm-hmm. You know, I already did something where I was close. It meant something to me. Mm-hmm. Like there was a few. There's a few times in that. Being part of COB, I had like some really cool moments that I'll never forget. And mm-hmm. some that I can't even speak about because they're like so like um, what is it? So confidential.
0: No, what yeah, is, I bet I know, I bet, dude. Yeah, no, definitely super cool. that, I'll tell that you lifestyle. Officer,
1: like, yeah. You know, it's
0: just a lifestyle. You could only yeah. assume, you know, you could only assume, you know. And again, how how old are you at this time when you're le- leaving COB um, After all that happened, you know? So the, that's
1: like the 27, 26, 28, around there. Uh, you know, I was already with my girlfriend at the time and uh a little bit older actually like 28 and so you know she kind of got to see a little bit of that and you know what it went down it's the wifey now yeah she's the wife now yeah two years already Mm -hmm. um so after that you know i kind of just got back up and i was like you know i'm still gonna keep doing this still gonna go but the album was just something that i still reminded me of that Mm -hmm. like it still took me to that so I was like, I don't want to do this no more. Mm. Like, I'm just going to let go of it. I'm just going to start all over again. Mm-hmm. So I let go of the album. The beats never got anything done to it. And <clears> I just went more into the mixtape thing again. So what I did, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have more fun now. I'm not even going to take it serious. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just do exactly what I want. So YouTube beats. <laughs> like yeah. everybody else does. But I was doing it more in a, you know... Respectful way. I wasn't just going on there and then stealing your beat and then just make a song without you even knowing. Even though they say free or free for profit, what I would still do, I would email them and be like, "Hey, I really want to use your beat, and if I blow up, I'll make sure to contact you back, and you'll no see." Doubt. You know what I mean? Like, and so I would always do that. I have so many emails on my my Gmail. It's ridiculous, just of different producers, and one of them ended up being like the main one, and. He was like, yeah, whatever you want, mm. I believe in you. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're, like, different from everybody else who contacts me. Like, you're the only dude who raps in Spanish. You have to be different, you know? So that was cool. Yeah. Um, I got free beats, and I was like, okay, I know what I'm going to do now. So the beats that I was getting, they were, like, really, like, trappy, like, really bouncy, you know, kind of like club music, mm-hmm. you know, how you would say. Yeah. So I was like, I need to amp it up even more now. Like, I'm going to be live, live, you know? So I was like, I want to do something fun. So the beats that I was getting, they're really trapping, you know? And I was like, I want to make just like this really like party-vibey music, but I'm just going to throw my culture in it so heavy. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not even going to be like on just club scene. And it's going to be more like, Paisa, Rancho, like sitting on top of a drinking modelos, listening to Grupo Firme, you know, drinking enchiladas yeah. and, you know, that type of vibe. Like, that's why I feel like the hella paisa is super me because it became a saying that we used to say. Hella like, paisa. Like, I used to, <laughs> yeah. like, look at me right now. Like, I would put on some Wrangler jeans. That's all I was wearing. I put on my boots. And I always wear a sombrero, and I'm just like, I just want to be jalapaisa, Like that's jalapaisa. Like, oh, you go to the remate and you buy a, a belt piteado like with a cow on it, or like you know what I mean. Like that's that's Jalapisa. Like, yeah. Like you know what I mean. Like just being in that. The big old belt buckle. Yeah, dude. All that is cool. Like, you go to the remate, that's why I shop at the remate, bro. Mm -hmm. I love the leather smell when you walk by all the hats or all the belt boots. That's my, That smells like, breathe it in. That's my stuff right there. I love that. So, um, I just knew I had to adapt that to the music Mm -hmm. heavy, you know. Um, Plus, coming from that background, because I am Mexican, um, coming from the rancho background, um, my dad... You know, he comes from a, a place in Mexico, which, you know, how would you call it? It's like the rodeo, but it's called charriada, mm-hmm. charros. And it's heavy out there in Guadalajara, you know, Jalisco. And my dad fell in love with it. So my dad has a huge, huge uh, uh, love for rancho life. And, and when, when I... You know, cause I didn't meet my dad till I was 19. Mm. But when I met him and I got introduced to that life, I was like, I love it. Like I want all this. Like I want everything <laughs> to do with having boots on, getting dirty, smell like cow poop all day, just be dirty and just leave that lifestyle. Like I love it. Um so my dad has to be like one of the major influences of why I love my culture so much. Mm. And then he he knows so much. He could be like a Mexican like history teacher because he knows so much about Mexican history. Mm-hmm. Like he knows stories about like Pancho Villa and Zapata and really, yeah. He tells me all the time that we have family that used to roll with Pancho Villa. I'm like, what? No way. He goes, yeah. He's all your great great grandfather, and I'm like, whoa, cool. And I'm like, I don't know if I believe it. It Could be my dad just you know fooling me, mm-hmm. but just, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like he those just tall tales, yeah. Man. He but it's kind of cool like just to hear all that cool stuff about the culture and you know my dad is just like super like mexico like mexicano fino like the spaniard mexicans mm. you know what i mean like very you know like you know that proper yeah, very, yeah, yeah you know very, yeah, like know. my dad's spanish is very like straight and on point you know mm-hmm. like when he speaks uh it's not like the lazy
0: the lazy spanish because i yeah. know i have um or like very spanish like yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know, because, again, my family, my dad's straight up Oaxacan, straight up yeah, that yeah. Mexican, that straight up... They, my aunties and him and my uncles, they're the only ones that are... I, I feel like I've ever heard her known to speak Mistako, you know? And uh, it, to me, that was like... Mistako, right? Yeah, Mistako. There yeah. you go. A mistake or whatever. Because I know yeah, I yeah. say Mistako, but I know it's like a, a mistake yeah. or something. Now, yeah. I don't know. Not a mistake, you know? <laughs> but the thing is, like, that to me, that was... It's cool to hear that, you know, because we—my grandma is here in town, and just beautiful, man. Just that straight up old, you know, Hispanic grandma you see on yeah. the TV shows, yeah. the Encanton yeah, there you go, Disney yeah. movie, or uh, you know, the cartoon, yeah. and you know, the grandma. That's what, huh, Lord? That's what my grandma looks like, man. It's yeah. like it's beautiful, you know. And again, it just reminds me more of because I'm I'm half. I'm I'm half Native American. My mom was Native. My mom was Native American, yeah. And so, we're from like Yakima, Seattle, Washington is where I'm from, you know. But my dad met my mom. We were up there, and it you know came down here, you know. And so, yeah, man, like the culture, but I like again, obviously, you love your culture, man. It's it's beautiful. I you know I never really had an appreciation for it, you know, because I (laughs) I think I just felt like I grew up around it a a lot with my aunts and uncles because we're Mexican, man. You have. Five six family members living under one house, yeah. but yet everybody still got to work on time. Everyone yeah. knew the schedule to use the restroom, yeah. and if, everyone just knew. You know, all the kids slept in the living room with their sleeping yeah. bags. You know, and it's <laughs> like because you know we couldn't afford a bed. You know, and so the, the, you wake up in the morning. You 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 smell the Everybody's. homemade tortillas and the <laughs> chili and all the eggs, <laughs> and all that stuff. You just smelled that culture, and wow. again. I love how you said you implemented that in your in your artistry and your music and producing and all that. Yeah. You know, let's kind of get into your your like your style, your vibe, because you're very soft spoken, but on the, one of your you know you have that real raspy punch. You know, you have like that. It's a different like animal that's released. You yeah. know, when record hits, yeah, or put, when play happens. You know, kind of get into that style. You know, because you did mention before again pre pod we were. Talking about kind of the misconceptions of the valley, or what the Central Valley is known for, and what you're trying to bring more attention to, what the Central Valley is and can be. Yeah, you know, or at least from what you're trying, what you're doing.
1: Yeah, you know, um, <clears throat> first of all, the the Central Valley is being very, uh, uh, what's the word like, where they they're not paying too much attention to what mm. we're really doing out here. Being under, is it underrated? I would the, say I feel like it is. Yeah, you know, what I mean? feel like
0: more now, more yeah. now that I love. Yeah. The Central Valley and Fresno. Because before, I was the guy that always hated it. Really? Yeah. I think we all have. Yeah. Yeah. But what what changed my mindset, then we'll get into that. Because, again, I feel like this will come all full circle right now. Mm-hmm. Is that <coughs> when I first was on another podcast. Um, no, wait. When I started this one, we had my boy Roski on. Okay. Talking about Hella Fresno. Because that's his yeah. brand. He has a Hella Fresno. Everyone knows Hella. You know, I have all his artwork up there. You know, and just everywhere you see right That's here. Him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all him. And so his love and Jen, you know, because those two work together, kind of just made me more appreciate it more because I saw how much they loved it. Mm. And their love and connection with downtown Fresno and the Central Valley, supporting a 559, you know, really poured over to me. And I feel like I have more appreciation supporting downtown local. Here in Central Valley, Clovis, Fresno, Tulare, Merced, you know, Atwater, Sanger, Kerman, you know, Rosie, Tulare, Visalia, Hanford, and then, you know, and Selma, Fowler, Reedley, Orange Parlier, Carruthers, you know, I mean, those are cities here. You know, know, that's what I'm saying. It's like now, you know, because again, when you leave the Central Valley to go to L.A., Magic Mountain up north, but when you drive back, there's that smell. <laughs> but then it's the like that smell, man. But then a lot of people are like, dang, what is that? What the hell? But when I smell it, I'm like <laughs> I'm home. You know, and again, like what yeah. like you said, you're putting your culture and your music and you're not you having a, a big love and appreciation for the Central Valley. Yeah. You know, you know, how how are you trying to change the, the the I guess you would say a
1: stigma or what people currently see the Central Valley is with your music? Um, you know, um I I always have this conversation with my boy Sam. Shout out to Sam from FTK mm-hmm. from um Star Child Archives. Uh the Central Valley I I believe it's like this is where like the real country's at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to diss no any other place but we're like the real country as in like this is where like the real cowboys are at. Mm. The real farmers. You know what I mean? We we are you know country county I mean farm you know capital yeah you know fruit you know agriculture capital of the world you know when it comes to all that and all related we are the ones that like rule in that you know Mm -hmm. so being here in the Central Valley um it's cool I think it's the dopest thing to be known as like the agriculture and country farming and all that but there's also other things that are you know they're hidden in between all that and it's where the dope stuff comes out and Gemini is like what's trying to stand above all that, but bring it all along with his music. Um, When I come to the studio and I want to make a song, I make sure all that's in it. Mm. Like every lyric, every bar, everything I say is like, it has to be central Valley, but not just central Valley, you know, kind of like, the the hella paisa thing what I'm trying to do because we're all we're all in that same paisa though like the, the things we do are paisa like every weekend <laughs> we work all week first of all we work our butt off all week when it comes to the weekend all we want to do is do uh, throw a carne sala buy some coronas buy some modelos <laughs> hang out with our family loved ones and just have a good time Mm -hmm. have carne asada play your favorite music full blast you know to where the neighbors you know they don't care if you live in a hispanic community they don't care (laughs) but uh (laughs) you know so that whole being just you know family mexican oriented not even mexican you know just that whole like just being with family especially if you're mexican it's it's always like the cool like carne asada drinking and you know, we might get, not might, we do get drunk, and but we have a good time. You know, it's all, you know, we put the kids to sleep, or even if they're not asleep, they're sleeping on the chair, you mm-hmm. know. But, you know, we're all having a good time. It's family time. So with the music, I feel like I just try to adapt that so much into it, you know. Like when I'm, like the music video that I'm doing right now that I'm shooting, like there's so many scenes where we're just doing things like that. Mm-hmm. Like we're just barbecuing carne asada. We're drinking some of my friends are playing cards. Some of them other you know, there's a So bounce. you're you're
0: recording actually what you actually do anyway. So yeah, it's with not my like family, yeah. let's
1: set up a scene. No, just no, it's just do really, you be normal. Yeah, yeah you know? like some like some artists, like, you know, it's cool, like the rappers, they put like all the girls in the back and stuff like I wanna do videos where it's just me and my family. <clears throat> like I wanna put pictures with like my wife putting tortillas on the grill okay. and you know what I mean? Yeah, like the the roll and get yeah. the PVC pipe because you yeah. didn't have a roller. So exactly, you, bro. I grew up that way, man. Yeah. My aunties,
0: man, same way. My yeah. mom was like that. My or mom find a good
1: branch and then just make sure <laughs> you shave a good. You know, yeah, like, dude. My mom,
0: Native American, man. This one thing I loved about her before she just went off the deep end was, um, she caught on to the culture. My 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 aunts, you know, my theas loved her. They loved like man. We we were there how huh, a few weeks ago at my my aunt's house and. We were talking about my mom, and she was like, "Your mom, because my mom picked up Spanish. She f- speaks fast, wow. and Misteco also. She fluent. Just that's how much she loved, like my family, my, yeah. like her sister in laws, and all that." So even
1: Misteco she speaks it. Wow. Yeah, it's know. like pretty much like the the um like the Aztec or <laughs> yeah. language. Yeah. yeah that's see, that's op- what
0: I am coming to find out. I thought I was like Filipino. Okay, N- I never was. I'm not. Everyone thinks I'm Samoan and Filipino. <laughs> Because Manzano is, a, is like a, because my actual last name is Manzano.
1: Okay. That's your last name?
0: Yeah. All right. But you know what that it, is, right? It's like Apple Manzana, yeah, you know? Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. But they said even I had to send this to like Filipino ties because Filipino, that, that culture has like Manzano, Manzanas. And so it's oh, weird because okay. like, I had looked it up, but my aunts like, I just found out like a few weeks ago, I'm, I have no Filipino. I mean, I was telling everybody Filipino this. <laughs> and she's like, no, you're Aztec Indian. And your mom is Indian, so you're full-bred Indian. Yeah, so you're yeah. Baisa, too, then. Yeah, straight there up. You, <laughs> you know, straight up Baisa, man. I mean, yeah. I'm, like, very, like, whitewashed, <laughs> you know, to say the least, you know, because I was born and raised here in America, you know. So yeah. I, my Spanish is still horrible, you know. My kids, I wish, you know, we can show them Spanish, teach them. But it's like. It Watch got- novellas. Yeah, novellas do straight up, my ma, you know. Yeah, watch them all, <laughs> all right, yeah. you know. But I don't know because I think I've listened a couple of your songs and stuff like that. But again, because one thing, because you perform like at downtown Gri- like, Grizzly Stadium, yeah. you know, you're
1: drinking that bottle, <laughs> you know, <laughs> liquor or whatever. Yeah. You seem like every video you were drinking something, you know. Yeah. And it's like that's one of the cool things about you know the music right now is that I just want to show people this party all the time. Mm. Like I, I like. It's not really all about partying, but at the same time, I mean, I just want to make people feel good. I want them to be able to turn on a a song of mine and be able to just, you know, crack a bottle or drink. And at the same time, you know, that's not always like the goal of mine. I mean, I do make a lot of, you know, you know, me, you know, like the message, you know, message in music, or like love music, you know, heartbreak. I know heartbreak music could be really one you could drink to. Yeah, but, especially
0: I know my grandpa's, yeah. my or my, yeah, my family was crazy into the. <laughs> Very, I, I would say the emotional part of it, you know, I'm like, yeah. Oh. yeah. you know, it's like even when they're sobbing,
1: it's still yeah. on tune,
0: you know, yeah. they're yeah. on
1: key. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's huge in, in the Mexican culture, especially music. You always see your grandpa or your uncles mm-hmm. as soon as they play Chente or. You know they're just like oh they're crying those bookies, you know all, those all guys. of them bro <laughs> like you know even Chente like RP Chente like he used to cry in his music mm. like he used to sing his music and he'll be crying but it sounded so good you know mm. because it's just the music man like you know um so yeah you know the 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 whole uh, Gemini thing um that one was cool was cool the like the way I came up with the name and stuff because. Um, during the time when I was, you know, starting to make the new music, I was like, okay, I need a new name now. Like, I want to start all over in a way. Mm-hmm. That way, this could be me really taking it serious from now on.
0: Well, and that's like when you said you, when COVID happened, you know, that's kind of where the probably yeah. the rebirth. Because again, shout out Roski Doski, man, hello Fresno. He had said he quoted this, and I always give him the the points of this. He's like, either COVID made you or broke you. You know Ugh. you know and he said that you know if you if you couldn't find an opportunity to grow in covid then you missed out for real you know and I feel like that what you're saying is that you caught on to something man and you took an opportunity like you said that sucked in our nation world and and worldwide and you you know like many made an opportunity out of it you know Gemini yeah. and you know rose rebirth or you know launched to where you're at now you know yeah. so kind of let's I mean, let's talk about more of your music, you know. Let's kind of, like, what is one of your most popular songs or, you know, ones you've made that, you know, people like, man, dude, this slaps.
1: Um, so, yeah. So once Gemini came in, uh, the, all the music started coming in right after. um, So, by the way, it's Gemini with a J, okay? Yeah, Jay. Yeah, because my name is Johnny. I already told you guys that. But uh, <laughs> um, when I did the first song that I did, actually, that was... Not the first music video that I dropped. Um, It was another song. But then I was like, you know what? I need to make a music video. I need to do it. Uh, Just because I knew as soon as the video came along, I knew it was the beginning of it. Uh Like, okay, you know, people are going to know I'm serious now about this. Like, I'm putting my face and everything everywhere now. Um, So I ended up writing a song which was super out of my, like, rap world. Um, I ended up doing a corrido. Uh-huh. Uh, if you don't know what a corrido is, that's like, a, I forget everything in English. They call it like a ballad. Like, okay, a song, okay. you know, song, yeah. you know like, dun, 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 you know. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I came along a corrido beat and at the time i was i mean because i listened to a lot of corridos i don't even listen to rap music no more the only rap music i listen to is locals mm-hmm. but i listen to corridos all day so i listen to a lot like junior h nataniel caño uh, fuerza regida a lot of like the new upcoming corrido dudes mm-hmm. that are coming up and um i ended up coming around this beat from a producer who I was really lucky to meet through Instagram. And with her permission, I ended up using some of her Corrido music, which is all guitar. Really? Um, So I got the permission. I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to write the song. I'm going to do the video, and I'm going to go big time. I'm not going to just make this cell phone music video. Like, I'm going to do big time. Wrote the song. I dropped the song. And everyone was like, you did a Corrido? Okay
0: has that dropped yet too
1: yeah that was the first one okay yeah. i gotta
0: check that one out
1: then yeah so i ended up doing the corrido and people were like this is fire you know uh the first corrido i came up with it was called uh light it up uh i dropped just the audio and it had like a cool like cover art like moving cool things and then uh people are like wow this is cool because you're doing corridos and you know, the corridos and has grew up, has grew so much. Mm-hmm. You know, more kids, the younger generation listen more to Spanish music now uh, because of, like, the whole drip, like, how, like, they dress now. Like, dudes don't even wear cowboy hats no more. Like, they come out wearing, like, Air Force Ones and, you know, Gucci shirts. Yeah. And, you know, baseball caps. Very Bad Bunny type yeah. look. Yeah. You know, they don't even, they sing Mexican music, but they look like rappers. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. And I ended up doing it. I wrote the song. And then I was like, I need to do a music video. I was like, I need to do this ASAP. So, you know, I'm great at finding things on IG and stuff. And you found me, man. Number one podcast yeah. in Central See? Valley. Yeah, yeah exactly. Plug. Plug. Number you know. one, numero uno. That's right. Uh, so I came around uh, 559 five, Films. Now I have heard about him in the past. And I was like, I'm so happy I found you again. I don't know how I lost you on my IG. I don't know if you made a new one, but I got you back. So I added them. I told him, what's the price, dude? I want to do a music video. Have you ever done a corrido? I think he said no. I think that was his first one. Wow. And I was like, let's do it, man. I want to do it. Like, tell me the price. Hook me up, whatever you want, you know, what you need, and we'll get it going. And paid what he wanted and got him out to Visalia. We made it a huge event. Um, My boy Jack, he owns, like, seven gas stations. Uh, He has this one he opened in Visalia. And I was like, here's my boy, shout out Jack. Uh, I was like, hey, bro, uh, the grand opening is a perfect spot for me to do the music video that I'm trying to drop, man. I was like, you're going to have, you know, Nueva Generacion Truck Club, you know, because like the mamalonas, I don't even heard like the, the cuache and the, mm-hmm. um, like the Cusi, like, que pasa cut, Like, you know, yeah. all the, like, that watching scene pretty much where they're all into like the trucks, into the mamalonas and... I was like, this is what it's about. Like, this is what I want to put in the video. I knew I want to do it. So the cool part was that all the trucks were already there at the grand opening at the gas station. So all the trucks were set up all nice. I'm like, dude, this is perfect. Like, this is exactly what I want to do. And I knew the president of the club is one of my boys. Um, And I was like, hey, bro, I want to do this. Let's put it all together. Like, do you mind telling your people? And, you know, we got other crowd here because it was a grand opening you know jack puts on a huge grand opening gives free tacos and toys to the kids like he's really giving back to the community mm-hmm. um you need to get him on here actually too that'd be dope yeah he's a cool guy um and so he's like yeah dude come on anything like he's really like giving like he's like yeah dude anything you need any what else do you need like tell me right now and i'm like well you have some cool cars he has like he has a lambo truck he has a uh ben's The box truck, whatever you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not cool on car names, but so I was like, Yeah, dude, like let's set them all up. So he set up all the cars, and dude, we shot a really cool video. Even 559 film was like, Wow, dude, I've never had as many people come out. Like, this is a lot of people, and I was like, I don't know how you could put all these people together. And I was like, Me neither, like, this is just cool. You know, we took advantage of something that had a lot of people here, good opportunity, yeah. But a lot of people were like, This guy, but they're still recording on their phone, which is cool and uh so we shot the video success and we had so much fun that that woke something else up in me like i was like wow i love being in front of a camera mm-hmm. i love it camera uh the 559 films worked on the video edited it we dropped it it went crazy really in my in my opinion in my eyes like just, you know, like when you see those videos where the numbers just keep going up, like that's what was going on. Every time I refreshed the music video, it was new numbers coming up. You know, it stopped, but just to see them come up so fast in a few days, I was like, what? Like, people, like yeah. And then not just that, like, you know, there was a lot of negative feedback, too. But I just don't care anymore. Like, I've learned to be so, like, open to everybody's opinion to me everybody's opinion is still an opinion and it's still uh it's still a view and it's still a comment uh-huh. so you know in my opinion i was like everyone's watching it even if they don't like it or if they dislike it yeah so, even, even like you
0: said those haters man they keep making you famous man it's like exactly they're giving you the views so it's like yeah. if they really didn't want to support you like i, was, I got a bunch of those even here on the pot but yet, hey man, y'all checking out my stuff. Exactly, y'all looking You're at here. y'all giving me the views. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you know, exactly. and Keep keep coming. Yeah, you know I'll keep putting it out. You know if you keep visiting, mm-hmm. you know again if they don't come watch your stuff, that's still a win. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like when if you you know stop and you know when if they keep supporting you real, with the hating, you know. So yeah. I mean, just again, hearing your stories, man, just. From how you started, where you're at now, I it's it's dope. You know, I, you know, again, I've looked at some of your work. I've, I've, I've you know, we follow each other on social media, and, and again, you know, I'm always trying to again support, you know, local artists, local Thank creators. You, you know, getting like your story out there, you know, because there are connections, there are people that I know that hopefully, man, they go and like, you know, let's go see. I like this style too. I didn't know this dude was around. You know, now yeah. let's let's plug it in. Let's start connecting Definitely, people. Yeah. You know. You know, so what do you feel now? Because again, obviously, we're, you know, we're recording this in December. I'm so stacked on episodes up till like February. But 2023, man, what's, what's, what do you got going on as far as like, what's the vision? What's the goal? You know, what's the next level for Gemini?
1: Yo, I'm excited, man. I'm excited I'm pretty sure you're excited for next year Mm. you know um, you know I don't really like to say I have any plans because I haven't made any plans I just I have a vision and I just want to make it become true so Mm. if I could make something become true to me it's like a huge accomplishment and at the end of the day it's because I love it um (sighs) dropping all these videos that i dropped and you know the podcasts that i started to along the way with the music yeah we'll get into that yeah um that's definitely been something that's just been building me more as an artist as gemini as in more of what what i want to do in the future Uh, and um i could say the 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 being an artist is fun and the podcast is even more fun um but I think it's just more of a of a of a kind of like a like I don't wanna say goal because it's not a goal or a plan. It's more like a if anything, I'm just gonna say this is like I'm just gonna make a lot of things happen next year. And if they don't happen, I know they're for a reason. So twenty twenty three is gonna be probably the year where people are gonna be like, Wow, you made it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think I'm already over the whole, you know, being where I'm at right now. I mean, I love where I've, how far I've already you know, gotten, but like, I just have like this huge drive right now where I'm kind of like tired of, if anything, I'm tired of being broke. No, yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm also tired of not working hard enough. I mean, I don't know if that makes sense, but like, all I know is that I need to work harder than what I've worked Mm -hmm. this year. Like that's the main thing that I want to do is just work, Mm -hmm. you
0: know. Well, and I think with you saying that, you know, again, I feel you on that. It's one of those things where it's just like nobody's gonna do it for you but you, you know. And I feel like that's kind of like you've come to this new this resolve. I have resolved, you know, because you think New Year's resolution. Everyone's like, how this New Year, and nobody keeps them, you know. So. I feel like this th- what you're saying is like you've come to this realization this realization and I've res- you've resolved to this I I just got to work harder you know I have a vision I have a goal where I want to be you know and it's like I don't have plans I just know what I want to do and I'm doing it you know and to keep being consistent in that cuz consistency is where is-, is important you know consistency is is what matters you know cuz you can you can still yep. put out you know, a thousand video or a thousand posts or, you know, videos or, you know, whatever. And it gets, you know, 10 to a thousand is already, yeah. and and it drops off. But again, the moment you stop, man, you know, cause I hear a lot of people say this, especially content creators, people that create podcasts or do these type of things. The moment you stop and get stuck or you get depressed or you feel like, eh, is when you probably missed that one content, yeah, that one piece of content that For just real. keep going and, You know, and again, it's more, I think where I've resolved is that, you know, me and my family, it's just like, we're just going to bring on dope people like you, you know, because what wins, you know, people's hearts is when people support people. You know, I think I'm a big fan of, you know, all the Rocky movies. You know, he was the people's champ for a reason because he came from the same street. He, He had the same struggles. He was like them. But he loved his people, you know, he loved, you know, his community and stuff. And it's, and that's why he was the people's champ, exactly, you know. And yeah. I wanted to be the people's podcast, you know, I really do. Cool. And because again, it's bringing on you guys, you know, that tell your stories. And I can, because I've done Zoom podcasts where I've, uh, we, I've been, interviewed you know, a few friends of mine, you know, buddy of mine, Hayden from Canada. We had a Zoom podcast, and I had okay. a dude on from Canada. Had a guy on from New Jersey, had a guy on from Virginia, you know, and I can get people nationally now worldwide, you know, but all that is great content. Those guys are great guys, which I hope to meet in person one day, but it doesn't compare to this, you know, the, yeah. the real in exactly. life, you yeah, know, the Central brings. Valley connection. Yeah, I love that, dude. Because people can connect, well, that's, shit, that's 30, 40 minutes away. I can go to uh, Gemini's show. I can go downtown. I can that's actually, real. you know, let's. I can go support this restaurant. I can support, you know, this artist that's at an art hop. I can support these guys. And it's like if no one's going to tell their story, because no news station will, they'll cover, spray the event with video, B-roll, and make a 30, 40-second package or VO yeah. or even a minute 20 package. Yeah. And it's like there's n- there's no sustenance to it. It's just I like hit it, quit it, get it got a story. <laughs> I did my job. You know, yeah. with these shows and these type of podcasts, Man, that's my goal. That's my vision. That's where we want to continue to stay heavy in, man. Because again, I, my my whole saying, man, and I'll die saying this is that I want to tell the story behind the glory. You know, all people see is, oh, this is Gemini. He's, you know, he's he's being he's used to being this, the hype, all the, you know, whatever. But no, nah, man, yeah. this is the story. This is where this man came from. This is what he's been through. This is the hard work, the hard sweat, blood, tears. To be where he's at today you know and he's still gonna keep growing you know and they give somebody a hope to say you know what i like what he said right there I, that, that's helped me i wanted to quit i did quit now he came back you know i want to do that now they can count yep. they can come to a resolve and be like you know what i'm like that yeah that's my goal and purpose you know i don't care about clout chasing i don't care about you know having these guys all you know plastered all over my podcast to show, <laughs> hey, you know, notice me, you know, milk boys, or notice yeah. me, Prime, you yeah. know, buying Prime drinks, you yeah. know, it's like, dude, you're cloud chasing, man, you're a loser, <laughs> you know, you're doing it for, you know, a you know, a false expectation or attention on social media, you know, and it's like. I'm not about that because I can do that. You know, I can push it. I mean, I had Chuck Liddell on my podcast. I've seen that. That's Yeah, dope. and I had um, Greg Fitzsimmons, you know, one of the biggest com- comedians up to Bill Burr, wow. you know, uh, Thompson Segura, all these guys that run in those circles, but I don't pin those. You know, again, I don't care. You know, people were scrolling about, oh, shit, oh, he had Chuck Liddell. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those things where it's like, oh. Yeah. But my thing is like I'd rather tell your story. I'd rather tell Liz's story that C D T Cocina down in tower. <laughs> you know, it's like makes the best tamales year round. Yeah. You know. And so, yeah. And so that's kind of really <laughs> the vibe I get from you, you know, because again, to put your culture, your community, your passion, your drive, your experience in your music, man, I I do believe it 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 resonates through. You know your hard work and you know your passion what you're talking about tonight yeah man you know and you know like where we're like there's let's get into your podcast now what's it called
1: uh yeah the podcast oh I love it man uh I just had an episode last night uh every Tuesday taco Tuesday uh man it's been really fun I I think uh, building a new passion for it still <clears throat> building um been doing it for a year I would say Mm-hmm. yeah it's gonna be almost a year actually in march it would be a year so I'm a yeah i'm gonna out. jump on the pod soon yeah he'll be out there that we confirmed it yes uh, we already confirmed it get some <laughs> tacos boy let's go um <laughs> uh, so i've been doing it for almost a year uh, the idea i think i've always had it because i always knew i wanted to do something like this mm-hmm. like radio or podcasting um i've always loved using my voice and being like uh you know a speaker for you know hip hop and anything in that. You know food too because I love food, as you can tell. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I couldn't tell one bit. No. <laughs> but you know tacos and hip hop to me right now is like I see something huge in my mind where like tacos and rap and hip hop music is like they just combine really good right now. You know? Dude,
0: I think anything can really combine with tacos. Yeah,
1: right. Bro, yeah, you're especially right. like
0: when you put your music in it, dude. Yeah. yeah, I mean, tacos right now would have been perfect to have on the pod. You know,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. like facts. <laughs> you know, yeah, we should have
0: thought about that. You know, man, uh, you missed the opportunity.
1: Yeah, so um, Taco Tuesday came to me with that idea as in like tacos and hip hop, and uh, not just hip hop music. Um, So when I came around, uh, my boy, Absurd, shout out to Absurd from Born Evil. Uh, Born Evil is, um, you know, they're, you know, you can say they're like a record label or, you know, like a company. But, you know, it's a brand. And they're Uh, local? they're, They're from, it started in Sacramento. Okay. Yeah, but my boy, the founder of it, Absurd. He is local, he's from Porterville Okay, Porterville uh, Yeah, and I've known him for years, like, since I was a kid Like, the beatbox battle, mm-hmm. like, during those times I met him So mm-hmm. I've known him for so many years um, I, You know, we just, you know, when I got back into music I was like, man, I need to tap back with my, with my boy Absurd You know, because he's really the guy who's always thrown events And, you know, he's kind of like me Like, because, you know, I threw a few events myself Like battles and the other cool like anything with hip-hop type of events and he started doing the same thing too but more with like the like the um, rap battles but were no beat like acapella like yeah the, you know what i mean yeah i've seen those so he started doing those you know around here and they got very popular and so we got more in touch you know we started hanging out more and you know we built a really good relationship with that um few years later i ended up touching back with him and like hey dude what's up and like what are you up to and i seen he had the born evil brand and i was like whoa this is cool man like born evil what is this you know like
0: is that born evil <laughs> yeah you know i
1: know it sounds kind of weird like the evil part but the way he spells it's an attention it, grabber yeah though. the way he spells it is with two l's evil because he's from porterville so the Ooh. two l's in porterville he put it in evil and i was like well that's so cool and Born evil yeah yeah evil. born evil yeah so um i like that Yeah, so, you know, that really, you know, grabbed my attention a lot. I was like, man, you've always done really cool things where you, like, start, like, camps or, like, crews and stuff, and you're always about, the you know, other people, too. You always want to put people on, you know? And when I seen the Born Evil, I was like, man, just the logo itself looks so cool. And I started seeing he had the podcast he had going on, Then he had um, something called Cyber Saturdays, which is like a concert series where like people could go and perform their music like live, like a concert, but live on YouTube. Mm. And so I was like, dude, I need to come out, man. Like, bring me out there. Like, I want to go to Sacramento and perform on YouTube. And he's like, yeah, come out. Like, I got you, put you on the flyer and, you know, book you and you can come on and perform your music, your music. So we got a show going. I got I got on YouTube. We caught up. Like, dude, it's been years. You know, we hanged out, um, performed on YouTube. And, you know, after that, we stayed in touch like every day. Like we talked, plans. He started reaching out more, like on like, hey dude, if you need beats, if you need anything, let me know. You know, just as long as it says Born Evil, you mm-hmm. know. So I was like, okay, you know, my boy's trying to help me out on the artist side of it you know so i started reaching out and telling them like you know i want to make music you know but i'm really interested in the podcasting like i see your guys' podcast and it just looks so fun like i want to be on it Mm -hmm. like during that time dude i wanted to be on everybody's podcast i thought it was like the funniest thing ever and so i was like
0: Well, here you are yeah for real
1: this is like dope to me and he was, and so I was like, you know what? I want to do a podcast show. He's like, really? Because yeah. I was like, what do you think about starting a podcast show where we could eat and interview people? He's like, fire? He's like, fire? Tell me more. And I was like, well, I really love the show. I mean, it's inspired by Hot Ones. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I love Hot yeah. Ones. Yeah, so I used to watch every episode of that. And I was like, one day thinking, what if it could be taco? Or oh, no. I said, if they ever go to that show, I'm going to try to change it to tacos. I was like, because I know it has to be. So uh, It has to be tacos. Yeah, like, I'm the taco guy, you know? So uh, I was like, tacos, bro. Interview rappers, taqueros, which is, you know, taco restaurant owners, and interview them, bro, while we're reviewing tacos.
0: So do you go to other people's restaurants? With your podcast, like, hey, I got a podcast. I can like shoot a podcast here. So that
1: was the first. That was the first. Uh, That's smart. That was the first, like, idea we had, which we're like, hey, well, we need to set up, like, a travel, you know, where we could go to people's restaurants, set up podcasts, take the rapper there who we're interviewing, and just, like, review the tacos there. But I, I think because of our budget, we're just like, you know, I don't think it's going to be able to happen, especially because of, like wanting to be live you know wi-fi or internet connection and all that and i was like you know what i think i can make it happen like i'm super creative like i was like you know what i could pick up tacos if a person could get DoorDash or pick up taco fruit and bring them home and have dinner we could do that on the podcast mm-hmm. i was like what's what's cool is in that time when i started to were in the city of Isalia, i was staying with my in-laws at the time and Been there man yeah and my in-laws are super cool you know shout out to my in-laws i was like hey can i use the garage for a podcast just once a week and they're like go ahead like you know and my my father-in-law he has all this rams la ram stuff in the back i'm like man i guess i'll do it which is (laughs) like as my background and i'm like maybe i'll cover it with uh, some curtains and i put like some yellow curtains because i was like yellow because tortillas are yellow or shells are like all right so there'll be the there'll be like the tortilla curtains or whatever you know <laughs> I like that yeah spray so, a little black dots yeah on it, kind exactly of like whole, yeah. and it was it has like little orange dots on it <laughs> or yeah <laughs> but uh i was just like yeah so did the first episode alone and i was just kind of like just introducing like what the show was going to be and a few people were like that's a cool idea, dude. I mean I like that. Yeah. That's that's so a few actually rap because you know I have rapper <clears throat> friends everywhere. They're like, make sure you put me on that. Make sure you put me on that. And yeah, dude, it just it took off after that. Like just the first episode be about myself. Like it was just like, put me on, put me on, put me on, put me on, put mm-hmm. me on. So um Absurd, uh, he's like, Yeah, run with it. Just do it. He helped me with everything. I already had like the microphone and all that. And he's like, just do it. Like, keep going. I think you're going to really have something going. So I booked the first artist, which was my boy Worms. Shout out, Worms. And that blew me away. Like, it was like. What was, like, the response and all that after, like, you dropped that pod? You know, because of Worms having a huge following, because he is a huge artist in Visalia and, you know, worldwide right now, because he's coming up. Um, a lot of people got put on onto the podcast, and then not just that, just being able to hear Worms' story, they're like, okay, this is a place where we could hear more about our favorite artists. Mm. So I think that off rip was like just a win for the podcast. The point that artists are like pretty much helping us to make the podcast happen because without them, the podcast wouldn't exist. Mm. So worms is like the first artist we had on there and that just set it off for me i like created a passion and built this passion that just like wow am i gonna be like a or well, what are they like an inner podcaster for the rest of my life and i'm not gonna rap anymore because I feel like rap is not fun anymore like it is but it like in that time when it first started i was just like I love this. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let's just do this forever now. <laughs> I'm not going to rap anymore. <laughs>
0: well, I, and I feel like it's not like you don't love it, but again,
1: you you grow, you know, from faith. Yeah. Are you getting warm? Is it hot in here for you? Are you feeling good? I think I'm just getting turned up. And you know what? I was about to ask you, do you mind if I get up real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I just uh. need to get up and stretch it out. Yeah. Chairs are tough, huh? No, it's just me because I have not back.
0: Oh, want me to turn the air on real quick too? Or are you feeling
1: oh, you're
0: good? good? I know I look like I'm but I don't feel like i good <laughs> <laughs> you look hot though. You looking yeah, good, man. Looking flashy. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What happened with the camera? I'm
1: not
0: hot. Going in and out? Just unplug and put it in. Oh yeah, again, I'm yeah, feel free to take a break. You know, what's one thing about the pod is I can never want to make it to where it's like you can't just be comfortable. You know, I want you comfortable.
1: No. Yeah, every time. It's-
0: Yeah, you know, um yeah. well, you got water right there.
2: Um Yeah, these no no expectation, man, that's something I love
0: about the pods like this.
1: It's easy. The system I have is just dragging Oh shoot, heck yeah. Nice. Yeah,
0: I have uh what is
1: it?
0: Sentiatic call yeah, your sciatic. Lord, did that color change back to normal? Look at that. Yeah, it looks, it doesn't look flat. I know we have these uh, wireless systems right here. And for some reason, the color po- profile was always flat. And um, <laughs> so now it, sometimes it turns on and off and it'll go back to normal or it won't. It looks like perfect. It looks crispy, you know.
1: Where were we at? If
0: you don't mind yeah. asking. No, yeah, no. Well, again, you're talking about your podcast. Yeah. You know, your episode one with Worm. Yeah. You know, one yeah. thing I feel like what I love about podcasting, because you talk about shit. I, dude, I never thought I'd ever get into the podcast game. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of it was kind of one of those things where an old friend of mine he had he started his own podcast. He's like, dude. He knew I did production, video intros and titles. I did all that stuff. He's like, hey, can you make me a logo? Make me whatever. So I did. So when we, um, when he launched it, he was like, yo, want you on? I want you on my podcast. And this time we were going through like a hard time in our life, you know. I used to be a pastor. I used to be, you know, at a church in Selma, you know. So long story short, man, I had a lot of. Tough times, but a lot of experience. And so I I stopped preaching. I stopped talking to people for like five years. Silent. We went silent, man. We just moved to Clovis. I got closer to work. And he's like, dude, jump on my pod. So I was like, all right. So we're sitting in my room because he, he just brought his one camera with this blue Yeti mic plugged in his computer, and we just started talking. So he dropped that pod. And we got a lot of, he got a lot of good reactions from the stories and from my experience I was speaking from, man. And I never thought I had a voice because I thought I lost it because I thought my identity was on stage with the mic as a pastor, this and that, couldn't do nothing else. So then he had me on again because there were a lot of people was like, we, you need to have him on again. So I jumped on again. Then this is the time we got this house. And we were converting the garage into the office because again we work from home. Okay. And so he was just like, "Dude, why don't you just join the team?" So I joined. I joined the podcast game with him. So I end up taking over the editing, all this stuff, and we started talking and talking. And actually, my connections because again I used to work for a news station in town, know a lot of people, <laughs> you know. And I got I, I brought like Kopi on the pod, you know. I brought, that's my homie, dude, and. <laughs> You know, we definitely just kind of started, we started growing, man. And I started seeing the game in it. And we split ways, man, just in differences and all that, man. But again, my COVID story happened and I knew I had to continue podcasting. I knew I had to continue something, man, because what, because the first pod, I was like, I was very, I was very hypocritical. I was like saying one thing, but being another way off camera. Okay. And I hate me like that. I can say I hate people like that, but I can't worry about what people are. You know, if they want to be that and they can live with themselves, look in the mirror, then that's you. I I don't I don't mess with you. You know, and so, but me, I cannot be that guy when these cameras are off. I got to be the same person. So I wasn't like that on the first pot And so nothing like what you said. <clears throat> it's not like you lost a passion for like oh hip hop. I'm not doing it no more. You know, I'm I'm known as Gemini. I'm trying to bring a, you know. I'm thinking if, again, we learn as we grow older. Yeah. We do. We find new passions. We find something mm-hmm. like, actually, this is working. Let me run with this. Yeah. You know, because sometimes you spread yourself so thin that you think, I did start with this. I want to honor what I started, you know, maybe the, as an artist, but I love this too. And sometimes when we, let me do both, and then you're 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 too busy for no reason, you know? And so, yeah. and I think maybe the like, ease your mind is like do I like hip hop anymore do I like doing that no it's not like you don't maybe you just say you know I I think that time has you know I did what I know I could with that yeah you're 80 years old you're not gonna say I wish I would you know I wish I would've known I wish what I knew nope you did it yeah you know and you have proof you know, then your kids will get older, like, look, dad was this. Yeah. Man, dad, you're still the same and you're yeah. 80. You know, yeah. you still you still fly, you still looking, <laughs> you know, dripped out. You know, it's like, but again, it's one of those things where you find what works and what we're doing here works. You yeah. know, and it's like Definitely. when I when I knew we were stepping into this game, man, this 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 production, it's like I wanted to step up the quality. I wanted to make sure if I told people's story that they get the best quality. You know, because a lot of people, content creators, business owners, artists, you know, again, this is no shade on nobody, man. It's like they don't have this type of quality. And sometimes, you know what, let me give people a boost to say, look, yo, this is it. I can achieve this too. Because really? two years ago, three years ago, we didn't have none of this. So it's not like we inherited money or we've had it. No, we, like me and you, like like a lot of people, like last week's guests or so, you know, we're just our guests are like, we just have to work hard on growing. Yep. If you're not growing, man, you, you are stuck. That's it. You know, and I feel like where you're at with your podcast, like you said, you know, do I like it anymore? No, no. Do this if that's what works, yeah. you know. I mean, kind of finish where you're, you know, like kind of where you're at with your podcast, dude, because I really would love to jump on your podcast. Let's go,
1: man. I can't wait for that one. Actually. Yeah. And,
0: and you ask me anything about the still here story, you know, anything, man. You know, but what what's kind of like now that you're in the podcast game? What's your now? What's your hope to get out of it? You know, because again, you, you people, you know, when people have a gnat just for talking and actually keeping great content out going, you know, what made you
1: feel like you knew you had it? um You know, the the passion of podcasting. I think it it came because the feeling it came with was helping, bro. I feel like the helping is like me doing something that a lot of artists don't get to come around here in the central Valley, especially because me as an artist, I think, you know what, one of the cool things that I got to experience was that I am an artist. So I know what artists go through. Mm -hmm. I know what it is. And so now that I'm doing the podcasting, I know all about it. I could ask them all these questions and I know, you know, I know what it is. So, um, I just want to help man I have this thing where Oh that's all I think of It's just the word help Helping mm. you know um, I'm not like super religious you know But I am a Huge believer of you know I have a huge faith In God and I feel like God's Like saying like hey This is actually your thing Like, mm. like You are the one that's gonna put on Other people who Never dream like here in the central valley i mean besides you f- f- you know number one podcast in the central valley there's not a lot of podcasts here in mm-hmm. the central valley i mean you're the, probably the only one i know and mm. i think the only one i know and then there's me and but in my in my podcast you know we're interviewing rappers you know we're interviewing taqueros restaurant owners you know but um i want to help them in a way where i could make artists feel like how i feel here in mm. your studio like I feel like big time. Mm. I feel like I've made it. I feel like wow. like I feel like okay, I'm doing something, you mm. know. Because if you're just that kid who just dreams all day in their bedroom, dropping music on YouTube, and never gets out of their bedroom and you know make something happen, then you're just that kid who you know just in their bedroom rapping. You never get out of it. Mm. So when it comes to Taco Tuesday, because I have kids right now, like high school kids and they message me and they're like i want to be on your podcast and i'm like you could be on my podcast
0: but get permission from your parents yeah of course
1: (laughs) that too but also the work ethic you know what i mean like once you're on my podcast does that mean you're gonna go home and just go back again to just still out of your bedroom like no like Put in the real work and really do it if you really love it. Mm -hmm. Like, there's kids, there's people out here that are paying, you know, their blood and sweat and tears. Like, you know how they save for the music. And Taco Tuesday is just someone where they could come and talk and tell their story. Yeah. Because they deserve it, bro, at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, I have artists that I've had on there that I've, for a long time, I've said, these guys are just... Like, hidden gems in the Central Valley. Mom. Like, we have so many, so many talent here, bro, that it's, they people deserve their flowers a long time ago already. You know, I don't know if you know so many of, like, the big names that have come out of, like, Fresno. and I know a few. You know, but, like, for Sean, for instance. For Sean, yeah. You know, um, Planet Asia. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a few other people, like, in the Bakersfield area that are coming up. You know, right now is, like, the time where we're going up right now. Like, mm. the 559 coming up, 661. What is Bakersfield area? Yeah, six six one two o
0: nine five five nine.
1: All those areas, they're right now coming up in the music scene. Like, all these artists that are coming out through, like, Thizzler TV. I don't know if you've ever heard of Thizzler. They're from up north. Mm. Um, you know, Everybody getting on these huge platforms that, you know, are getting closer and closer to home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just always been a, 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 like a, a thing of mine just to put people on and help them. And Taco Tuesday is like the perfect place to do it, man. Like, well, like I'm getting everybody on there right now. Dude, I mean,
0: again, because I, I saw your show. I followed you on Instagram because I know I saw you tag me on one. I was like, oh, shoot, you know, I got I to gotta follow and look that up. Because I do want to check out your episodes. You know, one thing I love about the podcast game is, again, when I started this Still Here podcast, me and my wife were sitting in here after like four five months of recovery from my sickness, my illness, and I wasn't working or editing. So I was sitting right there and I said, like, what do we call this? Because I knew I had experience. I knew I had put in a lot of sweat equity in my life, work, family, experiences. And it's like I never want to be a person that starts a podcast because it's a trendier thing to do, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't know shit. You don't, you know, and it's like yeah. I never want to speak from that side, man. I only want to speak from real experiences, but from, from, the, from the point where I grew from it, you know, where, yeah. whether it hurt me, destroyed me, wrecked me, I want to speak from the healing part of it, you know, and I think hearing you, I think you have a big, you have a resume behind you because you listed everything you started doing from as a wee little laddie, you know, as a young (laughs) buck to where you're at now. And it's like, you know the game, you know the struggle, especially up here in in the Central Valley. You know the success, you know what worked, you know what didn't work. And to have young artists come on that have a dream to jump on your pod and to speak somebody with that experience you know, and eat tacos, man. That's that to <laughs> me. That's one of those things where I feel like those are the type of podcasts that win. Yeah. Those are the type of podcasts Definitely. that grab attention. Yeah.
1: You know, I think the, the, that part, the aspect of the tacos is like one big part of why like people are like, it's different. You know, I, a lot of people tuning in just because of the tacos, <laughs> bro. They're like, how are, <laughs> how are they being interviewed while they're eating or yeah. how are they doing this? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So,
0: I mean, I think there's just no science to it. I guess. You, I feel like you bring you bring a level of experience, you bring a level of conversation, you know, to it because of your experience to yeah. the young artist that comes on and again like you said the tacos are like dude everybody can relate to tacos yeah everybody loves tacos everybody if you don't do you need to if leave this planet, yeah. yeah you need to leave yeah. the central valley <laughs> you know because if yeah. you think about the central valley it's a crevice so yeah. it's like you can put all the good stuff in yeah. it. like tacos I'm not, even, I'm
1: not even friends with people who don't like tacos yeah like you yeah. don't like tacos we're no friends anymore. yeah well, same. i
3: was, was going to say even his culture yeah you know so you you said you have a like a certain culture that you don't see around yeah mm. so these kids can relate that's exactly the exactly what i want so yeah i mean i think that's awesome it's the culture it's your that's heritage the, that you want to show and yeah. that these kids like you know i don't have to be a certain way i can yeah. still be mexican
2: yeah
0: you don't need all the bad that. bitches yeah. all the thonged out yeah, well, shout out to your titties. wife on that. Even yeah, going yeah.
3: Through, like um, the gangster, the the gang, you know, you said yeah.
0: she's not raised. She's the you gangster. Said, <laughs> you
3: said you didn't want to. That was not familiar to you. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of kids they go into that. Yeah, and having mm-hmm. that having that scene that you didn't do that and you made your own path, and mm. they they don't have to follow the same cookie cutter path. Yeah, yeah. They follow their own path, and yeah. I think that's amazing, and that's one thing Thank that you. resonated with me.
2: Yeah, so wifey,
1: wifey, is preaching. Yeah, that was we don't dope, We gonna take bro. an offering
0: hey. right now. Here's our <laughs> her cash app on the bottom. Yeah, you know what?
1: Nice. <laughs> I, I love that you said that because that is one of the things that I'm trying to do is change kids' minds. I'm trying to change the drip, man. Mm. Like I mm. want, I want kids. Like no disrespect to Jordan, <laughs> but please, kids, stop buying Jordans. Buy some Ariat boots. Or even like the cheap boots that you get to saw me for like 40 bucks. I buy Like Jordans. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, get boots, get some Wrangler jeans, get a sombrero. Like, this is like. No, you yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't forget. Don't forget about where you came from either. <clears throat> like, you know what I mean? I'm not saying just because you don't wear a sombrero and don't listen to, you know, Mexican music doesn't mean you're in touch, but like, you know, we are, you know, losing little by little yeah. more people who don't even speak Spanish anymore. And, you know, I, I speak fluent Spanish. Like, wow. like, in my podcast, if you know that, I talk a lot of Spanish on there. Even if a lot of my guests don't understand it, I still speak it. Like, you know, I mm-hmm. might use little curse words and, you know, like terms and stuff. But it's just because that's how I was raised and that's mm-hmm. how I actually talk.
3: And, you know, do you listen to other Spanish podcasts?
1: yes i do yeah. uh, a lot of them are probably more spanish yeah like yeah, are mexico Are they in the
3: central valley and stuff
1: are they what are I'm they sorry. in the
3: central valley no so there it is yeah
1: that's a
0: good niche right there man yeah yeah,
1: yeah. you're right yeah man
0: wifey pour And again her cash apps on the bottom of the screen and <laughs> description below right now. she pour we're gonna take an offering <laughs> you know i mean again again that's speaking to your roots you know and I, i'm guilty of forgetting that you know because yes I mean, I'm legit half Native American Monty's. My mom, my uncles are the last full-bred, you know, and so it's one of those things where I never want to forget my culture, especially as a Native American, you know, my kids. Also, I want them to know that, and you know, I do want to take them up to the motherland up there and just experience it, you know, and, you know, I think what you're doing, and my wife, shout out to her, you know, again, she hears her when she's up, when she's producing and directing right now, it's like, she hears the topic. She hears like that input. Yeah. And it's like, that's so true because when you bring on young bucks, when you bring on younglings that want to come on and you talk to them about that, you could pour into them like, look, yeah. don't be these type of guys. Yeah. You know, these guys are straight up douchebags. These guys are straight up just yeah. cookie cutter morons, yeah. you know, pave your own way, you know, exactly. pave a path. I feel like that's yeah. what you've done. Yeah. You really have, man, because all I heard was somebody that just legit, Watched, again, one of my fi- favorite cartoons, man, a Goofy movie, man, and, you know, and it's like, and who, who was he up there with? His dad. His dad, yeah. You know, and it's <laughs> one of those things where it's like, it's a family thing, yeah, man. Family I mean, thing, we man. are po- reaching off of <laughs> Goofy. Shout out, Goofy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna
1: watch that tonight. Yeah,
0: dude, shout out Max a million, you know, and it's like Look one up. of those things, it's like,
2: yeah. it
0: hits home, you know, because yeah. anybody and everyone, whether they have family problems or not, can always relate to a family topic. Exactly. You know, when you keep the relational yeah. impact. Again, anybody can start a crappy podcast. Buy a bunch of Prime. Hey, Logan Paul, look at me, Prime. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know, was, I know, stupid podcasters here in you know Fresno that do that shit, and it's like, yeah. dude, you're such a clout chaser, man. You're you're so fake. I hate people like that because it's like, dude, it's not real. Cause you Uh, want the attention of other people worldwide to use that and not impact the people that are in your backyard, that are in your, that are in your community. You know? And then when you do that, it's only like, Hey, what can I get out of it? Selfish, you know? So again, that's not me, you know? And I feel like obviously that's not you. And I feel like with your podcast, you know, your experience will only solidify a new area of podcasting here in the Central Valley.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely woken up some people, too, where they want to make their own podcast now. Come on. You know, but I'm just like, hey, as long as you put no tacos in there, because that's mine. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he said, like, we'll, do, we'll do flour tortillas, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but, hey, shout out to everybody who's, you know, wanting to go into that, too, the podcast. Facts. You, know? Just, you know, if you do go into it, just make sure you, like, you know, make it a little different, you know? Don't mm-hmm. just, you know... Make another still here, or another Taco Tuesday. Try to find something that you love mm-hmm. and how you want to oh, contribute man. to the Central Valley, and you know what I mean. You'll find it, and I uh. could give you some ideas. Message me, and I'll give it to. But you know, I love that. You know, just really look into that part because mm-hmm. that would help us at the end of the day. To where we're like, okay, I really want to still here. I really want to Taco Tuesday. I want to go to the next one because they do that there. You know mm. what I mean? So it's it's. You know, different, different spots, different worlds, and mm-hmm. you know, we get to experience it all differently. It's all five, five, nine at the end of the day. It's dope.
0: That's know? real. I mean, again, I like how this is I mean, great conversation, you know, and I feel like we're at a point where we can end it. You know, you've seen the show, you know, way I'd normally end it. Man, people listening and watching, dude, what's your message to them? What do you feel like our whole conversation we had tonight? You know, um, what is your last word, last thoughts to somebody listening and watching?
1: Well, um, first of all, the podcast is called Still Here. Now, that right there, Still Here, says a lot. That means we're still here. After all the years, if you guys heard the story, I could have gave up a long time ago. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You know, a lot of us always have that feeling where we give up no matter what it is. But as long as you're still here and you're still doing it, you're accomplishing a lot big time. Mm. You're getting somewhere. Trust me. Don't stop. Keep going. I know we come from a place, the Central Valley, where we're very, you know, dreams don't come true, or they would say, you know what I mean? If something happens here, it's because you got a job as a correction officer or Mm. a truck driver. But there's more to this, man. The Central Valley is full of, you know, impactful people who could change the world. Come on. You know what I mean? Even if it's not music-related, there's a lot, you know, a lot of athletes, you know. I see that coming up, man. Like, you know, Fresno State or football players or basketball players, boxers, you know, even the food game, you know, a lot of these uh, food brand companies are being more known out here, you know? Mm -hmm. So definitely, man, that's all I got to say is just keep going. Mm. I mean, I don't really like to get deep into like telling people like this really like, like quote, quote, unquote, like, you know, sayings. it's more just like, It's action, bro. It's action. I was one of those people that, you know, kind of always expected things to land on my lap and, you know, miracles are going to happen. But no, trust me, no. It doesn't happen like that. You got to make it happen. What's cool about it is that I can say is that just the other day I wasn't Gemini. I was just a custodian scrubbing toilets and being a dad. And one day I just said, hey, I'm going to make a song. And then just the other day... He messaged me and told me if I want to come on the podcast. So things can happen, man. You just gotta work. Mm. You know? But don't don't make it work. Don't call it work. Just love it. If you love it, chase it. Mm. Have love be the drive. Because without love and passion, I don't think nothing's gonna work. That's my opinion. Mm. Yeah.
0: Man. That was <laughs> real talk. What about you, baby?
1: Let's go. Um I
0: hold on, go like... to six, Lily, get her, cause I want her on the cameras. <laughs> Go get you on camera, girl. <laughs> go six. No, go um, six.
3: All right, here I am.
0: There you go.
2: Let's it go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: no, I really, you know, I like the podcast because we have such a variety of people, you know, and it's just so much different flavors that we have of people, and um, I'm just glad you you messaged and we're able to have you on. Um, great story Thank you. about just um, doing what you love, you know, and it's not a that it continues to be what you love even though like I'm pretty sure your kids are gonna grow up yeah in that still. and even if you don't see it in your in your life, I know you'll probably see it in your kids yeah you know, they'll be they'll be so much further than yeah ever be and I think that would be a, a huge blessing for you to see yeah
1: definitely. Builder. Yeah, I actually have that like that <laughs> no. theory. I have like that theory. I'm like, you know what? If I don't make it, my son's gonna make it. Mm. I already know. Like uh he he's in my he's walks in my studio every day. Like I'm in my music room and then he walks in there and he's like, I wanna be that. Mm. He he knows what a rapper is. He wants to be a rapper. Like he'll grab like my chains and <laughs> my hats and be like, you know, he'll beatbox and yeah. like Wow, like he, he loves it. Like I know music is gonna be something huge in him, you know. It's 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 still kind of like um, you know, like iffy to me because I, I'm like one of those guys that don't want my son to be a rapper too. Like I I kinda like want my son to be more like on the athlete side, but I'm gonna support my son, whatever yeah. he loves. And obviously if he sees his dad doing it, I know he's gonna love he's it. He's gonna wanna yeah.
3: Well, he's yeah. going to see your passion for something. Exactly. Yeah. And that could carry out through a sport. Yeah. That could carry out through to like anything else. Anything, yeah. But he's yeah. going to always reflect my dad did this. Yeah. He loved it. He yep. didn't give up. Take you know, six. Those are things that he's going, he sees through you.
1: Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well,
0: I mean, I love that because what's so dope about that, man, again, I mean, we're all talking, it's talking about what I'm seeing now. You know, Wifey made some great points, man. Because one thing I'm awesome. very careful of when I do my show, my business, you know, because I have a company, I have, I have my own production called Kairos Media. And me and my okay. wife run it. My daughter's an editor. And I've said this a thousand times. People are like, dude, all right, we get it. You know, but I never <laughs> want to I never want to push it on them. I never want to make them. I never told them, hey, you guys are going to do this when you get older. And I just make it look fun. And I make it to where it's yeah. like, that looks fun. If they're having fun, I want to do that. Exactly. So now they do that. You yeah. know, now they're interested, you know, and I feel like with your boy, man, or, you know, just, yeah, even your kiddos coming up and, you know, when you have more, yo, you're going to, It's again, you're leading by action, by yeah. example, yeah. Exactly. you know, and yeah. you know, like your kids, like, you're not going to worry about them being those typical rappers because you weren't. So yeah. what they're gonna follow is what's familiar, what's safe, and what like, man, my dad is a good man, a good example. He led by, it. so mm-hmm. I want to be like that, you know, because yeah. anybody can be like that, yeah. But it takes a real person, authentic person, to say I'm gonna go against, I'm gonna go against, the, I'm gonna kick against the grains or the goads or whatever. I'm gonna kick against that man. I'm gonna go against the current, you know, and not be yeah. like everyone. And dude, I get that vibe from you, you know. And I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank oh, you thank for you, jumping man. on the pod, dude. Great story. I'm you. looking to say maybe in a week or two, <laughs> I want to jump on your pod, man. Let's and go, yeah. You know, to, you know, to tell the story, you know, y- you know, utilize, you know, the platforms of podcasting, man, and tell the story behind the glory, you know, and that's. You know? Yeah. I love I love I everything consider. about you, your vibe, everything, man. So thank you, man. I where can you. people like find you on social media? Where are you everywhere?
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody, follow me on IG, um, Instagram. You know, Gemini with a J, uh, the same way you spell Gemini, just change the G to a J, and then five five nine. Also, follow my podcast page. It's Taco Tuesday. Uh, that one's going to be a little bit hard because I don't spell originally like Taco Tuesday. It's talk as in like talk, and then O, and then twos is a number two, and then an S, and then day. So tacos. I know. I
0: was I wonder I couldn't find that. Then when you <laughs> tagged me in the yeah. post, I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah, you know, so yeah, I followed
1: lot, you. Yeah. A lot of people are like, dude, I put Taco Tuesday. So many times. Like, are you spelling it right? They're like, oh, okay. And then, I like so the they, wording. Yeah. So Taco Tuesday uh, podcast show, all one word on IG. Um, also YouTube. I have my um, own YouTube channel, Gemini TV, where I have, Mostly where all my music drops, um, more of the visuals, music videos I have. uh, Yeah, check out the music videos. I have uh, four with 559 Films, some we did personally. Um, Go to also Born Evil Network on YouTube. That's Born Evil with two L's. That's uh, where the podcast runs through. You know, that's the camp. Shout out Born Evil. Um, Yeah, uh, I don't really have a Spotify yet. That's Yeah, I kind of like disappoint myself still on that, but... Spotify will be next year, and the reason I haven't done Spotify is because I wanted to drop an album, mm-hmm. and I haven't done an album. So 2023, expect the Gemini album on mm-hmm. Spotify. So that's dope. I'll be cool to have that finally up there.
0: Yeah, yeah. good for you, man. Um, I'm happy you jumped on. I'm so glad that you know you told your story. You know, I hope that people listening or watching, man, just really glean from this, especially up and coming artists or people that you know what. Let's go. You know, yeah, I, I mean, I really believe that all. That it'll inspire people man because I uh, mean again I love what you said I don't want to be 80 and look back and think man I wish I would have
2: <laughs>
0: you know and again that's where we're at you know exactly. with my family and stuff so again thanks for your time no, appreciate,
1: it. appreciate, Thank you, appreciate man. you
0: jumping on Thank you too. know again we're, I'm looking forward to jumping on your show getting some tacos I'm where a BDI, Tuesday. BDI I love um, I love uh, Cabeza Langua, oh, wow.
1: you just Oy. named all the ones I like. <laughs> yeah. Is there a taco truck nearby? By no, uh, no, we live in Clovis. No, they, they close at eight o'clock. Oh man, you know Fremdo. they got and they got
0: white people cooking tacos. You know, come on, Clovis, <laughs> step it Bell. up. Uh, taco, yeah, Bell's still fire, yeah, taco Bell, yeah, Taco Bell still slaps, you yeah. know. But you guys listening and watching, man, like, subscribe, so. share, follow. Um, you guys again uh, still here? Podcast is gonna be legit and real authentic man we want to tell the story you know again y'all get my one-on-ones y'all hear my heart y'all will hear my where i stand on a lot of things and just where my mind is at you know but again having awesome guests on like these guys like gemini where every time i feel like man I, i feel like i've known this dude forever yo and so again again you pick up where it's just like this is normal this is this is actually man this yeah this is normal you know so again (laughs) it's like that family vibe you put out just showing up got near south on the grill put the on first because you (laughs) You want to yeah you clean it up it doesn't get (laughs) sticky you know then you put the foil it's like again man that's kind of like it's that's natural you know so that that's the vibe of still here so again you guys listening watching man i hope that you guys enjoyed this show stay tuned man season three is in full effect we are kicking off 2023 with a bang, you know, again. So expect more just, man, leveling up every season. So I love you guys. We'll see you guys in the next one.
1: Let's go. Mm. Still here, podcast.